Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Photo Studio. Bime Story Makes. Chapter 01. It is stifling in here, isn't it? I said to Miranda, my realtor, as she led me up the stairs to the second floor of the old farmhouse. Well, they said the furnace works fine. I guess they weren't kidding. She said as she led me up the creaking stairs. As she climbed in front of me, I couldn't help but notice how short her dress was under the winter coat that I had been looking for an old house to refurbish as my photo studio, and this place was starting to look like the ticket. There were several outbuildings to work with as well as the nearly hundred-year-old house. Given that it was well below freezing outside with several inches of snow, it was a surprise to find it so warm in the vacant house. In fact, it was so hot I had shed my winter coat on the first floor and was giving serious thought to tossing my pullover as we climbed the final steps. This is the master bedroom, she said leading me to a room that spanned nearly half the width of the house. Someone sometime had obviously combined two rooms together to make the master bedroom. Large was more than accurate for the huge room. I followed her toward the next bedroom, her high heels clomping loudly on the hardwood floor. As you can see, it has two more smaller bedrooms, perfect for an office as well as a guest room. She said as she opened the door to a small room, its single small window overlooking the hundred-acre field and woods behind the house. Yeah, it is about perfect. Especially with all the space on the first floor. I answered as I backed out and started to look around the rest of the upstairs. I found the bathroom, which was definitely going to need some work, and another door that seemed stuck. Where does this go? I asked as I tugged on the door again. I think it's a closet. She answered. I haven't been able to get it open yet. She said as she slipped her winter coat off and hung it over her arm. Hmm. I grunted, pushing down on the door and giving it a yank. With a sudden stunk, the door swung open revealing a long narrow stairway going up. I'll be. I had no idea. It must go up to the attic. Miranda said, peering up the staircase with me. She slipped past me and started climbing the steep narrow stair inadvertently giving me a really nice view up her short skirt as she climbed. I followed her up the stairs, which turned twice halfway up before coming to another door. She turned the knob and pushed against the door. It won't open, she said from the top of the stairs in front of me. Want me to try? I asked helpfully. Sure, she replied, leaning back against the wall to let me try and slip by. The stairway was extremely narrow, just barely wider than my shoulders. I turned sideways and tried to slip by her, her tits brushing against my chest and my thighs banging into hers as we jockeyed between each other. Sorry, she said shyly. No problem. I wasn't about to complain. I answered with a chuckle as I turned the knob and pushed my shoulder against the door. Twice I banged against it before it suddenly sprung open, revealing a large attic space. I stepped into the room and walked around, the rough floor planking squeaking as I moved. Wow. It's roasting up here, Miranda said, fanning her already sweating face as she followed me around the mostly open attic space, a tall A-frame type space, that was open from end to end of the house except for the unusually shaped room that surrounded the steps and the brick chimney running up through it near the stairwell. The room was open and empty except for a couple of trunks sitting in various places. A porch swing with an old quilt folded and draped over it, hanging from some hooks screwed into the rafters, and a few odds and ends boxes stacked against the far wall. I made my way to the only window in the attic, a small foot-square frame that didn't look like it had been opened in its entire life. Well, this is certainly interesting. Might even be nice hiding place if someone were after you. I said with a chuckle. Yeah, but I think when we get out I'd better call the listing realtor. There is definitely something wrong with the heat. It's hotter than a pistol up here. Yeah. I'm all for getting someplace cooler. I told her. Me too. She said as she turned and headed around the small stick-up walls that enclosed the staircase. She reached for the doorknob and pulled, pulling the ancient glass knob right off the steel shaft. Shoot. She said as she automatically went to push it on again, pushing the steel shaft right through the other side of the lock mechanism and out of the door. Clunk, 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 clunk. We heard as the other half of the doorknob bounced down the stairs. Shit. She swore as she bent over to see if there was some way to open the door. She stuffed the knob into the hole and turned, without any result. We tried to pry the door back open, 
but couldn't find any way to grasp it. We spent the next five minutes trying to get the door open before we both gave up, sweat dripping from our faces. It had to be at least 90 degrees up in the attic and I had already had enough heat. I peeled my turtleneck sweater off and dropped it onto the floor while I went back to work on the door in my t-shirt. God, I'm roasting. Miranda said, waving her hands at her face, her short black knit sweater dress getting obviously darker in a number of spots as it collected her perspiration. I don't think there's any way to get this open from this side. I said finally, as I looked over at Miranda, who had taken to walking around the attic aimlessly. I can't get any cell signal. She said, waving her phone around. Must be the metal siding and roof. I said as I pulled my iPhone out and checked it as well. The no signal. Message up in the corner was far from encouraging. I can't either. Damn. Well, Debbie will come looking for me when we don't come back to the office. But that could be a while. Miranda said as she stood there defeated. How long? Oh, a couple hours, I suppose. She said with a huge sigh. I don't know if I can stand a couple hours in this heat, though. She said, walking to the window and banging on the frame to see if it would open. Much to my surprise, she managed to squeeze it open a few inches before it jammed in place, allowing a trickle of the cool air to come in. I walked over to the porch swing and sat down on it, stripping my t-shirt off and using it as a rag to wipe my face. Lucky. She said as she sat down, trying to fan herself. Here. I said, handing her the shirt. She used it to wipe her sweating face before handing it back to me. Thanks. She said as she sat looking around the dim attic. Good place to hide, huh? She asked with a chuckle. If we weren't going to roast to death in the middle of winter, I'd think I was ironic. Yeah. Well, what do you expect from a Friday the 13th? I asked her. You're kidding. Today? She asked in shock. All day. Figures. She said picking up the shirt and wiping her face again. I'd known Miranda for quite a few years. While she was married to some investment banker and didn't need the money, she worked because she enjoyed getting out and interacting with people. I wouldn't call us close friends, but we crossed each other's paths more frequently than I would have expected, both of us working out at the same gym and even occasionally running into each other in the store. Guess that's all part of a smaller town environment. Hell, one time we even shared a sauna at the gym. There was only one small private sauna booth left as we both walked out of our respective dressing rooms, nothing but towels wrapped around ourselves. But she quickly suggested that maybe we should share it, since we were both covered with towels anyway and she would have someone to chat with. She made me close my eyes as she adjusted the towels so she could sit on the end of it and leave the rest covering her body. Once she was settled I sat down on the bench across from her, and we sat for nearly an hour chatting. During the exchange she got a bit animated and her carefully placed towels slipped off one of her sexy looking breasts, leaving it exposed until it finally slipped off the second one. By that time my own towel had tented up by the hard-on that had grown from watching her bare breasts, a fact that she had not failed to notice herself. She made no attempt to cover her breasts for several minutes before finally nonchalantly pulling the towel up as if nothing at all was wrong. At the moment I was wishing I was back there. It might have been cooler. So Scott, what do you think of the place? She asked, trying to get our minds off the heat. Well, it's about perfect. I told her. There's plenty of living space on the first floor, as well as room for my main studio. There are lots of great outdoor spots for outdoor shoots. And then there's this. It'll be perfect for a private studio. Private studio? Why do you need a private studio? Miranda asked me. Well, it all started a while back. I had a client ask me if I could do a glamour shoot with her wearing lingerie so she could send it to her husband for Valentine's Day. I agreed and did the shoot at the house because I couldn't very well do it at my studio downtown. Well, she told a friend and she told a friend in hell, now I'm doing half a dozen a month. You mean, taking pictures of women in lingerie? Yeah. I said with a nod. Well, I'm not surprised. As good looking as you are. She said with a grin. What do you mean? You're what, 30? Heck, we've been working out at the same gym for over two years. I can tell you that when you're not looking the moms working out are checking you out big time. You're kidding. I'm nothing special to look at. Yeah. Right. Hell, remember that time we shared the sauna? That was a lot more than nothing poking up that towel. I kept hoping it would slide right off. She said with a laugh. Uh, Scott. Can I ask a favor? She asked, her voice sounding a bit nervous. Sure anything you want. I replied. Would you be offended if I, well, um, took off my dress? She finally got out. I can't stand the heat in here anymore. Sure. I answered, doing my best not to stare as she got up from the swing and stood only a few feet away, 
wiggling herself to get the black dress up her sticky body. She got it about halfway off over her head when she got stuck, her body wiggling and bouncing as she tried to get the material off over her sweaty body. Here, I said, getting up to help her. I grabbed the material under her arms and started to pull it up her arms while she tried to pull the turtle neck over her head. Finally the tight material came free and she pulled it off, sliding her arms out of it and leaving her standing in her four-inch heels, black thigh-high stockings, black satin panties that looked more like a string bikini than underwear, and a black lace brow that let the pink of her nipples and areola show through the tiny gaps in the lace. Much better, she said as she sat back down on her end of the swing dot I sat down next to her and tried in vain not to get a hard on as I looked out of the corner of my eye at her stocking-covered legs and creamy white thighs and hips. Aren't you getting hot? She asked as she rocked the swing ever so slightly. Actually, I'm roasting. I answered her. Well, you could get more comfortable. She said looking kind of sideways at me. Well, there isn't a hell of a lot more I can take off, besides my pants. I answered her. Yeah, I suppose that's true. She said, lifting one leg up and gently sliding one of her thigh-high stockings down her leg, working it down ever so slowly. She pushed it down to her ankle and then slipped it and her shoe off her foot. She set her leg back on the floor and lifted her other leg up, hooking her fingers into the top of her stocking and slowly sliding it toward her knee. She pushed it slowly over her knee as she lifted her foot into the air, sticking her leg up toward the ceiling. She pushed the stocking toward her foot, pulling her knee toward her when she ran out of reach. She pushed the stocking to her foot and slipped the high heel off, letting it drop loudly to the floor, followed by the flutter of the stocking. Much better. I think I already feel cooler, she said with a sly grin. How about you? If anything, hotter, I answered. Well, you know what to do about that, don't you? She asked sweetly. Miranda, can I be brutally honest here? Sure, she said with a shrug. You're married and I make it a habit to never mess with married women. Besides, as hard as you got me with that last little show there wouldn't be anything to hide. I see. And there isn't anything I can do to convince you otherwise? She asked as she got up from the swing. She stepped in front of me and reached behind her back. I stared as she moved her hands to her shoulders and slipped the straps of her lacy bra off her shoulders. I watched transfixed as the cups of the bra dropped away, leaving her round full breasts bare and exposed. Her nipples were rock hard and poking straight out at me from the middle of her two oblong areola. They were the same tits I had seen in the sauna that day but this time it was obvious that they were being offered. Wow. I said quietly as she moved her hands to her hips. She hooked her thumbs in the little strings of her black panties and wiggled her hips, inching them over her hips a little at a time until they slid down her firm-toned legs. I stared at her completely shaved pussy as she stepped out of her panties, leaving her completely naked in front of me. Before I could really respond she turned around and straddled my legs, backing herself up until the backs of her legs were bumping the swing. She slowly bent over, keeping her legs straight, her feet set about two or three feet apart, until she could rest her hands on the rough wood floor. I had watched her stretch at the gym for years and every time she stretched this way I wanted to just walk over and push her spandex pants down and play with her ass and outlined pussy. Now, here they were, bare and in front of me. You like? She asked, looking around at me and wiggling her hips a little so that her pussy wiggled where it stuck out between her legs at me. Hell yes. I answered. You can touch it you know. She said as she looked back toward the floor and moved her hands to the low top hikers I was wearing and started untying them. I reached out and gave her bare cheeks a gentle squeeze as my right thumb slowly stroked down to her pussy and slowly pressed between her already wet lips, stroking down the length of her pussy until my thumb found her hard clit. Oh, I like that. She cooed as she pulled first one shoe and then the other off, tossing them aside. She stayed bent over to allow me to stroke my fingers up and down her wet pussy several times before pulling away. That's nice and all, but I really want to see what is always hidden in your shorts. I bet you didn't think I noticed how hard you'd get when you watched me stretch, did you? No, I didn't. I answered her as she straightened up and stepped away. She turned around and stepped toward me again, reaching for my belt. Bet you didn't know that I always tried to face you when I did that just to get you hard. I've wanted to do this since that day in the sauna. She said as she pulled the belt loose and unsnapped my pants that I tried to hold the swing still and lift myself off the swing seat so she could pull my pants down. I watched her eyes grow wide as she slowly worked them over my hips, my cock, no longer able to be contained by the men's bikini briefs I wore, mostly exposed now. Damn. She whispered as she pulled my pants down my legs and let them crumple in a heap as she pushed them off my feet. She stepped back forward, straddling my legs and reaching for the exposed portion of my cock. 
She wrapped her hand around it and gently stroked up its length, her fingers not quite able to touch as she wrapped one hand around it. I'm definitely not disappointed. She said quietly as she let go and quickly moved her hands to my underwear. I lifted myself off the swing again as she backed up, pulling the briefs down and off my feet. Happy now? I asked her as she stepped back forward, bending at the waist and leaning her face down toward my fully exposed shaft, its nearly nine inches bouncing in time with my pounding heart. I will be soon. She crewed as she wrapped both hands around it and aimed it at her face. She slowly enveloped my head with her soft warm mouth, her tongue running circles around the head and teasing it as she tried to take as much of me into her mouth as she could. Up and down my shaft she stroked, her hands following her mouth, each of them twisting back and forth as her saliva lubricated me. I closed my eyes and groaned in appreciation as she worked me slowly up the hill of climax, my cock swelling even fatter. It had been a while since I had the opportunity to enjoy the pleasures that only a woman can inflict on a cock, and I was enjoying the hell out of this, maybe too much. Shit I'm going to come! I groaned as she worked her mouth up and down my shaft even harder, trying to coax me to come into her mouth. Ah! I gasped as my body jerked, a huge gush of hot cum spurting up into her mouth. She gagged slightly and then went back to coaxing my cum from me, each shot she took in accompanied by an involuntary jerk of my hips that threatened to drive my cock deep into her throat. After what felt like an hour she let go of my softening cock and straightened up. Damn that was good. I gasped, sweat running down my chest as it heaved to catch my breath. I'm glad you think so. Are you interested in returning the favor? She asked, gently stroking her shaved pussy with her fingers. With pleasure. I replied, reaching out my hands for her. I coaxed her to climb onto the swing with me, her legs straddling mine and her sexy breasts aiming right at my face that I started slow, gently kissing around the sides, top and bottom of her breasts, each the size of half a small coconut, standing firm and round even without any support. I briefly wondered if they were real and then decided that they were as I started squeezing and massaging them as my kisses worked closer and closer to her nipples. God you do love to tease, don't you? She gasped as I finally closed my lips around one of her nipples, my tongue teasing circles around it while I suctioned as much of her into my mouth as I could. I grinned to myself as I let my left hand release her breast and slide down the front of her until I could roll it over and slide it between her legs. She gave out a quick squeak as I slid my middle finger between her lips and then curled it up into her pussy, pressing my palm against her clit while I pressed deeper into her tight tunnel. Oh God, yes! She hissed as my finger found just the right spot inside her, making her suddenly hump her hips toward me. Oh, yes. Right there. She cooed as I rubbed my palm across her clit each time I pushed my finger into her. I sat there for some time, working her pussy with my fingers and her tits with my mouth, driving her up the slope toward climax. Oh, no, no, no. She gasped, pushing herself away from me. Come on, get up for me. She panted, pulling on my hands to get me off the swing. As soon as I was up, she pulled the quilt off the swing and threw it on the ground. Come on. Lay down. She insisted, sweat dripping off her face and running down her body. I laid down, and she quickly stepped across me and lowered herself to her knees. I've been fantasizing about this for months. Every time I see you at the gym I want to get you into one of those sauna booths again and ride on your cock. Now I'm going to do it for real. She leaned forward, her tits hovering inches from my face as she reached behind her for my partially hard cock. I felt her grasp it and rub the head back and forth across her clit, before working it inside her, her efforts making it harden even more. Oh yes. God yes. She moaned as she wiggled her ass around on my thighs, my cock growing ever harder inside her pussy. She started to rock forward, slowly at first, but then picked up the pace, driving herself on and off my cock with increasing urgency as her climax began to work back upward. Oh, damn, you're tight. I grunted as my expanding cock was held tightly in her velvety soft tunnel. It's all that working out. She gasped between bounces down onto my shaft. God, you're big. She squeaked as her body began to tremble and shake. Oh, damn. I grunted, feeling her tight pussy clamp around me as she began to climax. She threw her head back and let out a long, deep groan as her body shook on top of me, tiny drops of sweat dripping from her hanging tits onto my chest. I waited until she started to relax a little, sure her climax was over the peak, and then I rolled us over. Putting a hand on the floor on either side of her chest, I started to pump my cock in and out of her still spasming pussy. O-H-F-U-C-K! She screamed as I drove deep into her, stroke after stroke slapping out bodies wetly together. Each time I slapped my body against hers, 
driving my pelvis into her shaved mound and the base of my cock into her engorged clit she gave out a tiny gasp or cry. I continued to pound into her, making the floor squeak rhythmically as I pushed myself toward another climax. Oh God, I'm going to come again. I groaned, my body dripping with sweat in the stifling heat. Yes. Do it. She screamed, her feet hooking on my ass and trying to pull me deeper into her with each new thrust. Ah. I shouted as my body jerked spasmodically, plunging my cock into her until it hit the end of her tunnel, my cum squirting into her and filling her around me. Time and again my body jerked and added to the copious flow that had already been pumped into her tight pussy. Finally I collapsed down on top of her, both of us panting for breath as I tried to hold myself up on my elbows. Her heaving chest rubbed her hard nipples against mine as we both struggled for breath. I finally found the energy to roll off of her, our combined cum leaking from her gaping pussy like a slow motion flood. God damn! That was the best fuck I've had in years! She gasped as she lay next to me on her back. Glad it was all you'd hoped it would be. Oh, so much more than that! She said looking over at me. I've been wanting this ever since that day in the sauna. Seems to me like that was a turning point for you. All we did was share a sauna. I said. Oh lord. I was so turned on at the thought of you looking at my tits that I almost came right there. I would have done anything you wanted right then, including fucking you. All you had to do was ask. When you called me and wanted me to show you some properties, hell, the last week all I could think of was finding a way to fuck you in one of the houses we looked at. How was I supposed to know we were going to be trapped up here? Yeah. Well, I have to admit that coming up the stairs behind you really had me turned on, and when you started peeling clothes, well, I wanted to see how far you would go. Well, I guess this is about how far. She answered with a laugh. Yep. Now all we have to do is wait for rescue. I said, as we lay in the fading light, both of us bathed in sweat but feeling well sated. I'm not convinced that rescue is what you two really want. I heard another female voice say. It wasn't all that hard to find you two with all the moaning and squeaking going on up here. God, Debbie. Miranda squealed, quickly grabbing the corner of the quilt and trying to cover her body with it. Thank God you're here. You sure about that? You don't want me to come back a little while later? She said with a certain amount of irritation in her voice that I got up from the quilt and moved to find my underwear and cover up, hiding myself the best I could while Miranda, the quilt half wrapped around her, started gathering up her clothes. I came looking for you because I got worried. I've been trying to get hold of you for over an hour, Debbie said hotly. And now I find out you were busy playing? We were not playing, Miranda snapped. We've been trapped up here forever. Yeah, you look like you were trying real hard to get out. Debbie answered that I finished pulling my pants and shoes on and headed toward the door. When I walked around the corner of the little room that enclosed the stairs and saw the door closed again, I stood there staring. Uh, tell me you didn't close the door behind you, I said quietly. Of course I didn't, Debbie snapped back. Why would I do that? Well, I said, pointing to the closed door. So open it, Debbie said hotly, walking around the corner to look at the door and the fact there was no knob in the inside. What did you do with the knob? Miranda asked, walking over in only her panties and bra. Well, I put it in the other side of the door so I could open it, of course, Debbie said, looking at the latch and trying to grab hold of the little square steel shaft sticking out. All we have to do is turn this, she said as she tried to twist it. Her fingers slipped off the shaft and we heard the all-too-familiar clunk-clunk-clunk-clunk as the knob fell from the door and rolled down the stairs again. Oh, it's shit. That wasn't supposed to happen, Debbie said sheepishly. Yeah, we know, I said as I stepped back and looked around. I didn't quite mind being stranded with Miranda, knowing that Debbie would eventually show up. But with her stranded up here too getting out was going to be another matter. I walked to the boxes in the corner and sorted through the various boxes of junk until I found a wood chisel and an old splitting wedge. Putting the point of the chisel against the top hinge I whacked it, using the wedge as a hammer. In a few short minutes I had driven all three hinge pins out of the hinges that I stuffed the chisel into the gap at the edge of the door and drove it in a ways with the wedge and then pushed it sideways, prying the door out of the frame. There! I said as I pulled the door the rest of the way from the frame and set it aside. Thank God! Miranda said, heading down the stairs with her clothes in her hands. It was still hot on the first floor, but nowhere near as hot as in the attic. Miranda and I dressed while we watched Debbie drive off. She seemed a bit ticked off. I said as I pulled my sweater back on. Yeah, she'll get over it. Miranda said. At least she will if she likes her job. Ah, I see. 
I said as I followed her out into the cold dusk. I walked around her car and got in for the drive back to the office. So what do you think of it? Miranda asked, getting back into business mode. What are they asking? $385,000. How long has it been on the market? Almost a year. Okay. Offer them $375 cash if they can close in two weeks. $360 if they want to wait longer. I answered. I'm not sure you can get financing done that quick. Miranda answered. Don't have to. I'll pay cash. I answered. You have that kind of money? She asked incredulously, staring at me as she drove. Yeah. Money isn't the problem. Finding the right place was. I answered with a shrug. I made some money on a photo expose and invested it, so money isn't a problem for me. Can I ask how much of not a problem it is? She asked curiously. I mean you go to the gym and drive a pretty normal car. I wouldn't have pegged you for a rich guy at all. Oh, I'm not rich. It's only around six or seven. So I can't waste it. I answered with a shrug. Six or seven what, million? She squeaked. Yeah. I answered with a shrug, feeling a little uncomfortable and blushing. So I'm going to need a contractor to do some remodeling. Got any ideas? Maybe. How big a job? She asked, getting back to business again. Just interior stuff. New wiring and stuff too. I think I know just the contractor for you. Sunny's interiors. Sunny is a great gal, as long as you aren't a male chauvinist and think that all contractors should be men. Like that's a problem for me? I asked with a chuckle. Okay. I'll get with her and see what her workload looks like. Miranda said with a grin as she turned into the parking lot of her agency. Sounds good. I said as I opened the door and climbed out. Hey Scott. Miranda shouted before I closed the door. Yeah? I asked, sticking my head back down into the low-slung car. Just so you know. Anytime you want a personal workout, let me know. I'd be happy to help you with a little cardio. She said with a wink. I'll remember that. I said as I smiled back, shaking my head as I closed the door. I wondered briefly what I had gotten myself into. Only time would tell. Chapter 02 I was just finishing up the final touches on a photo CD for a wedding I had recently shot when I heard the jingle of the bell hanging on the front door. I got up and walked through the curtain to the main area of my downtown studio, the morning sun shining through the plate glass windows backlighting the customer standing just inside the door. The bright contrast between her shadowed face and the sunshine behind her prevented me from seeing much detail, but the outline was that of a woman, only slightly shorter than I was, with very sensual curves, even though her attire was clearly not intended to accentuate it. As I drew closer I could see the roughness of the jeans she wore and the bright orange of the t-shirt a stark contrast to the light golden mane of blonde hair cascading over one shoulder. Closer still, I could now make out the black imprinting on the orange shirt that clearly, and appropriately, indicated. Sunny's interiors. Hello? I'm looking for Scott. She asked tentatively. You found him. I replied, extending my hand. Hi. Miranda sent me over to see you. Said you might be interested in having some interior renovations done? She asked. Yes. I do. I answered as she looked around at the studio. I don't usually do commercial spaces, but I'll be happy to look at what you're interested in. She answered. Oh. I'm sorry. I guess Miranda didn't tell you. I just closed on a farmhouse out in the country, and I want to renovate it for both living space and my professional studio. I told her. Ah. No, she didn't tell me that, just that this was a job I didn't want to pass up. Sonny responded. Well, I guess we should go out and look at the place then. I said, as I headed back into the office for my coat. I came back a moment later and followed her out into the chilly morning air. Do you want to just ride with me or drive yourself? I asked, looking at the big one-ton pickup with her company name stenciled on the door. Well, you can drive if you want. I'll save the gas. She replied with a smile. Okay. This way. I said leading the way down the street to where my SUV was parked. I unlocked the door and climbed in while she walked around to the passenger side. It was only a short drive out of town, but long enough to learn that she has been in business for several years and specialized in high-end interior work. I outlined the project in words for her to give her some idea of the scope before we got there. Nice setting, she said as we drove down the nearly quarter-mile-long gravel driveway. Thanks. I think it will be nice. I answered as I pulled up in front of the two-story farmhouse. While the outside looked really nice, with a new steel roof and all-new steel siding, the interior needed quite a bit of work. 
I led her into the first floor and described to her what I was looking for, a formal photo studio in the main room, with the rest partitioned off into a den and eaten kitchen. I led her up to the second floor and showed her the master bedroom and the totally inadequate bathroom. Finally I took her up to the attic to show her the layout, the door still off its hinges and the quilt Miranda and I had used, still spread on the floor. It took a few minutes to describe what I wanted to do with the area, including replacing the tiny window with French door and an outside balcony. Since I wanted a balcony off the master bedroom on the second floor as well, she indicated that she didn't see any problems with the addition. There is one more thing. I work with a lot of electrical and computer equipment, and the 60-amp fuse box in the basement is not going to cut it. I said as we walked back down the stairs. Well, let's go take a look, she said as she followed me down. I led her down to the main floor and then down the rickety steps to the basement. These steps need to go too, she said as the stairs wiggled under our combined weight. She pulled a small flashlight from her pocket and used it to examine the structure of the floor above as well as the wiring leading to the electrical box. Well, you're not going to like this. The whole house is wired with old cloth and tar-insulated wire. As soon as I touch it it's going to fall apart. The only way we can upgrade the wiring is to replace it all, and that means tearing every bit of plaster on the first floor down so we can get to the wires for the second floor. Well, if that's what you have to do, I answered. It's expensive, she said looking back at me. How expensive? Oh, I'd estimate 30 to 40. Maybe a tad less because we are already going to be doing a bunch of remodeling on the first floor. Okay, I said with a shrug. I figured we'd have to rewire the whole house, so having it confirmed isn't a surprise. I want a full 200 amp service with extra outlets in both studios for the lighting. We can do that, she said flicking off the tiny light. When can you have some numbers for me? I asked as I led her back up the stairs. Well, if you don't mind I'd like to get my designer involved. How about I have her come by and see you and let her work up some floor plans and then I'll get you an estimate. Works for me, I said. Guess we're done here for now. For now, she said, taking one last look around before following me toward the door. I drove us into town in silence while she made notes on the clipboard she carried. Thanks for the ride. I'll have Amy come see you this afternoon if she's free, Sonny said with a smile as she got out of my SUV. Sounds like a plan, I answered as she walked around the car, holding her hand out. Going to be a pleasure to work with you, she said with a huge smile, giving me a surprisingly firm handshake at the same time. I watched her drive off before heading off to look at some camera gear a friend had acquired in an estate sale. Hey Jack! I called as I walked into my buddy's garage. Scott, glad you could come by, he said as he tossed the sanding block onto the workbench near where the newly built cabinet stood. It's looking good, I said inspecting the expert craftsmanship Jack had put into the unit. Jack and I had designed the new cabinet specifically to hold my camera gear and keep it organized. Jack enjoyed working and taking on something special for a friend was exactly the kind of thing he loved to do. Thanks. It's coming along pretty good. It'll probably be done for you in a few more days. Couldn't ask for more, I answered in appreciation. Come on in and have a beer. I'll show you what I came up with, he said as he headed for the kitchen door. Hey Scott, how's it going? Felicia, Jack's wife, said from in front of the kitchen sink when I stepped in the door. Hey Leash, I said, stepping over and giving her the hug she customarily requested. You staying for dinner tonight? I got a pot roast in the oven, she said, pressing her curvaceous body against mine and giving me a friendly peck on the cheek. She had always been a bit of a huggy person, but for some reason she seemed to enjoy hugging me even more than most friends. I often wondered if it was because it made me uncomfortable, or because she knew that pressing her tits against me always gave me a hard-on. I'd love to, but I still have to get back to the shop and pack. I have a shoot in Colombia tomorrow. Ah. I suppose that means fast food for you again? You really need to eat better. She said as she stepped back away from me as Jack walked back into the kitchen with a large cardboard box. Here you go. This stuff was buried in the bottom of a box of sandpaper and stuff. No idea how it got all mixed in with that stuff, but I don't really have any use for it. Yeah. He wouldn't know which end to point with. Felicia joked, giving her husband's arm a squeeze. He can carve a picture better than he can take one. Well, this is some really good gear here. Canon US Digital? Damn, this is high dollar stuff. Even the lenses are all still in the original boxes. I said as I dug through the box of gear. I pulled the camera out and flicked it on, surprised to see that the battery still had some charge in it. 
Say cheese. I called to Felicia as I focused on her and flicked the shutter. Looks like it works. I said, showing him the preview of his wife on the small LCD on the back of the camera. You sure you don't want to keep this stuff? Nah. Leash has it right. I don't know spit about taking pictures. Besides, I paid ten bucks for the whole box. Well, it was a hell of a deal. There's several grand worth of stuff here. Well, if you can use it, how about a case of beer and a promise to come over for dinner soon? You drive a hard bargain. I laughed. Okay. A case of beer and how about dinner this weekend? Sure. Come on by Sunday. You and Jack can catch the game and maybe I'll invite a friend over that you should meet. Felicia said. You're not going to set me up again, are you? I asked with a sigh. Oh, I wouldn't do that, would I? She asked with a crooked little grin that told me that was exactly what she had in mind. Okay, okay. Sunday it is. I'd better get back to the shop, though. I said picking up the box. Okay. See you Sunday. Felicia said, holding the door open for me and giving me a quick peck on the cheek as I walked by. I walked out of the garage shaking my head. It's a good thing that Jack is such a good friend or I might have to let his wife try and have her way with me. It was late in the afternoon before I finished loading my camera gear and checking out the new camera and lenses I got from Jack. The new US was such a sweet camera I figured I might take it along on tomorrow's shoot and was just tucking it into the top of the bag when a woman entered the studio. She was somewhat shorter than I was and very slight in build. Her unbuttoned coat revealed a short flowery dress that seemed to match her short cropped blonde hair and almost gray-blue eyes. Her cheeks were blush red from the chilly wind and her smile was instantaneously infectious. Hello? My name is Amy Stodd. I'm with Sunny's Interiors she said as she strode across the open room to where I had my gear spread out on the table. Well, hello? I'm Scott. I answered, trying not to stare at her, but finding her quite beautiful. I know. Sunny's description was quite accurate. She said, the smile never leaving her face. Sunny said you had some work for her, and she wanted me to see if I could help out. Sure. If you don't mind waiting just a few minutes I can lock up and take you out. I answered, shifting my gaze back to my table full of camera equipment. I quickly loaded it all into the bags on the table, and then went back to the office for my coat. I came back to see her wandering around the studio looking at some of the artwork I had framed. Did you take all these? She asked as she looked. Yeah. I answered. I see weddings, portraits, combat photos, landscapes quite an eclectic collection. It's kind of hard to narrow down your personality from your photographs. Is there anything you won't shoot? She asked, finally turning to look at me. No. Pretty much if it can be photographed and someone wants me to, I'll do it. I answered as I picked up my two bags of gear and headed for the front door. I held the door open for her and then locked it behind us. Do you want to drive or ride with me? I'll drive. That way you don't have to come back. She said with a smile. I'll just follow you. Sounds good. I said as I headed for my Chevy Traverse, Amy stopping at a little compact sports car. I put my gear into the back and then climbed in and pulled away from the curb. She pulled out behind me and followed me out of town to the winding gravel drive to the farmhouse. This is absolutely beautiful. She said as she got out of the car and looked out over the miles and miles of trees in the valley that the farm overlooked. Yeah, it's quite a view. I agreed, pausing to look out at what she was seeing. I'm guessing it will be a lot prettier when the leaves come out too. I added. I bet. She said as she reached back into the car for a sketch pad and a small bag. I waited for her to close the car door and then follow me to the house. So what do you have in mind? She asked, stopping to peel her coat off and hang it on a hook screwed to the wall by the front door. I explained my ideas the main studio while she looked around and made sketches. She pulled a small laser measure out of her pocket and took a few quick measurements, scribbling them down on her sketch as we went. After she was satisfied with the first floor I led her up to the second, where we repeated the process. We spent a long time discussing the bedroom and bathroom before she nodded with a grin on her face that seemed to indicate she had made up her mind on how to approach them. Is that it? She asked, wandering around the last room that was to be a guest room. Not quite. I have one more space to do. I said, heading to the stairs leading up. Well, this is narrow. She said as she followed me up the stairs. We stepped into the space, the removed door still leaning against the wall. So what is this going to be? Well, I guess you could call it a more private studio. Sunny is going to put a French door and balcony in over there. I said, pointing to the tiny window and I want to kind of square up the roofline about halfway up. Little walls between the floor and the sloped roof, 
Know what I mean? Yeah. Not a problem. She said, sketching madly on her pad. But you didn't answer why you need a second studio. Oh. Well, um, some of my customers want a bit more exposure than they would be comfortable with in the main studio. I answered. Oh. You mean like nude photos? She said with a crooked little grin. No, no. I've had a growing clientele that want glamour shots, but they want them a bit more provocative than what we used to do. It's no longer about prom-style dresses and big hair, it's more sexy little dresses and teases and lingerie. I answered her. Ah. Yes, I can see why a woman might not want to do a lingerie shoot in the main studio where anyone can walk in. She replied as she got out her laser tool and started measuring. We spent a few more minutes up in the attic, which she renamed, The Loft, before heading back down to the main floor. So, Scott. When I'm doing a redecorate I like to really capture the customer. I like to know what makes them tick and how they like to work or play. If you have time, I'd love to see how you work when you do a shoot. Well, it's not really set up for it, but if you want we can take a few pictures. There's enough light in here that we might be able to make some interesting ones. I answered her. Let me go grab a camera. I said as I headed for the door. I came back a few moments later with one camera bag full of gear to find Amy sitting in a high-backed wooden chair that had been in the other room. I dug the new U.S. out of the bag and put on the appropriate lens and mounted a flash. Now you do realize that these are not going to be to my usual standard. I don't have lighting set or anything in here. I said to her as the flash charged up. That's fine. Just do what feels right. I'm more interested in watching how you work than how good the shots turn out. Okay. Why don't we move over here? I asked, stepping toward where the late afternoon sun was slanting in through the window. I positioned her with the sun shining down onto her, backlighting her and giving her almost an angelic look as the sun lit her short blonde hair. I took several shots at slightly different angles before moving her on the chair to turn her sideways, then stand with one knee on it, and finally one foot on it, her red high heel drawing a stark contrast to the blonde wood of the seat. Looks really good, I said as I photographed her standing there, her short skirt draped over her propped up leg. I crouched down and took a shot more upward toward her. Look toward me, down more, a little more. That's it, I said as I took the shot. Now smile more. Have fun. Be playful. I coaxed as her face broke into a happy smile from the more serious look she had been giving me. Be playful, huh? She asked with a giggle, leaning forward and moving her hands to the hem of her dress, inching it along her leg ever so slightly. I continued to take shot after shot, coaxing her to lean or twist slightly, her hands pulling the hem of the skirt up and up until her hand was nearly at her hip, the top of the nude stocking fully exposed against the creamy white of her thigh. Very sexy. I said as I moved more around to her back, intentionally now working the camera where it would be looking at the bright red panties that I could see peeking from under the dress. Who's going to see these? She asked quietly. Well, I have to transfer them off the camera, so I will obviously, but beyond that, I can put them on an SD card and give them to you. That's what I usually do with the women that want lingerie pictures done. Then it's up to them what they show to whom. I see. Well, in that case, why don't we get a little more daring with them? You sure? I mean, I haven't done anything that can't be shown in public. I said pausing. I'm sure. She said with a little grin on her lips. It feels kind of naughty and fun at the same time. Well, if you're sure, swap legs. I said. She stepped off the chair and put her other foot up on it her thigh horizontal. I stepped forward and turned her body slightly, gently coaxing her to lean forward and then adjusting the front of her dress so that the cute valley between her breasts showed tantalizingly while her fingers were holding her dress hem. Perfect. I said, taking two or three shots. Now go ahead and pull your skirt again. It's up to you how far or how much. I say, dropping to one knee and shooting several pictures. Look down at me. Give me a bedroom look. Let your face and eyes say come get me. I coaxed as I continued to snap away. She soon had her dress pulled back far enough to expose little peaks of her red panties, which I shot having her turn her body slightly one way and then the other to get slightly different looks. Good. I think there are a lot of good ones here. I said standing up. That's it. I mean, these women that you do lingerie shots, how much do they take off? As much as they want. It's all in their hands. I just coach them how to turn or move to give the best angles at what they are trying to show. Well, let's keep going then. This is kind of fun. She said, putting her foot back on the chair. Okay. If that's what you want. Why don't you sit on the chair? No, face me. That's it. Now knees apart, wider, that's good. Now undo the top button if you want, 
That's it. Now pull it a bit apart. Good, good. Now the next. Yeah. Lean more toward me. Good. Excellent. Another button? Yeah. Perfect. I said as I took more pictures of her leaning toward me, the top edges of her red lacy bra showing, the lace lifting and pressing her C-cup breasts into two full round creamy curves with a nice deep V between them. I continued to take pictures as she reached to her front and undid two more buttons, allowing the dress to pull apart more. That's it. Now slide your dress off your shoulders a little. I coax. Like this? She asked, pushing the material to the tops of her shoulders. No, here. I said sliding the dress over her shoulders and part way down her arms, her fingers holding the front closed in front of her breasts. Perfect. I said as I took several more shots. She slowly allowed the dress to spread in front, more and more of her creamy breasts showing through the red lace coming into view as the dress slid further and further down her arms. I continued to shoot as she let it spread completely and fall to her waist, her hard nipples and the pink of her puckered areola showing through the lace. Very sexy. I told her as I continued to shoot several more shots. What next? She asked as I pause. Tell you what. Why don't you hold your dress around your waist and stand up? Now turn, show me your back. That's it. I said as I start clicking away again. Now let it slide down more, more, that's good. I said as a tiny string across the top of her round ass came into view. I took several more shots as she let it fall farther and farther, her creamy bare ass now completely visible and naked except for the tiny string around her waist and disappearing between the creamy globes. Wow. I said as she let the dress slowly slide down, stepping one foot out of it and onto the chair, leaning herself forward so more of her bare ass and her red satin-covered pussy showed. Damn! I breathed as she leaned even farther, pushing her ass out at me, a dark spot growing on the red satin as she stood there, allowing me to photograph her curves from many angles. Okay, turn around and sit again, one hand on your knee, the other on your chin with your elbow on your knee. Lean toward me, that's right. Now spread your legs. I coaxed, gently pressing her stocking-covered legs apart. Like this? She asked huskily as she splayed them apart, exposing her only partially covered mound, the tiny red thong panty leaving a good part of her blonde curls exposed. Yeah. Like that. I answered, my cock getting harder in my pants as I took shot after shot, framing her fully and then working in slowly, getting just her creamy breasts and panties into the shot and finally working down to just her panty-covered pussy, the dark stain of her wetness obvious in the viewfinder. As I clicked away, she moved one hand, reaching behind her back and deftly flicking the clasps that held her bra tightly to her body. Damn. I muttered to myself as she moved her hands to hold the cups to her breasts, wiggling her arms to let the straps slide down to her elbows and then one at a time, slid her arms out of the narrow loops. I could see her hard nipples poking the lace out between her fingers as her hands remained the only thing holding the bra cups in place. I continued to snap away as she stood up, crossing her legs to close off the view of her pussy. Slinging one arm across her breast, she eased the cups from between her breast and arm until she could hold it out with her fingers. Hold it there. I told her, as the lacy bra dangled from her fingers. I took several shots, focusing on the bra with her fuzzy in the background and then slowly transferring the focus to her mostly bare body. Okay. I said when I was ready for her to drop it. I got several rapid shots of it falling to the ground with her in the background before focusing back on her bare arm covering her breasts. So what do you think? She asked as she stood, still not naked but very temptingly so. I think you are an extremely sexy woman who knows exactly how to tease a man. Oh, I like that. So do you want me to go farther? Want to see my bare tits? That bulge in your pants sure says you do. Um, personally, yes. I answered, blushing a bit at the thought of how much my hard-on had to be showing through the khakis I was wearing. Well, in that case, she said as she slowly slipped her arm down her body, exposing her completely bare breasts her silver dollar-sized areola puckered and scrunched with arousal around her dime-sized rock-hard nipples. She let me take several shots before slowly sliding her hands up her sides to cup both breasts, tenderly caressing and teasing them with her fingers. Does that turn you on? She asked in a low, sultry voice. Do you want to see more of me? Would you like to see me completely naked? She teased in that sexy voice, before leaning forward to blow a kiss at the camera. I continued to snap away as she straightened up and then slid her hands down her sides over her hips and down her legs until she was bent over at the waist, her fingers nearly touching her high heels. She slowly lifted back up, tilting her head to look at the camera as her body slowly straightened, pausing when her back was level to the ground, her tits in profile. 
She uncrossed her legs, stepping apart, and sliding her hands to her hips allowing me to shoot a profile of her breasts framing the tiny red triangle of underwear. You like this view? She asked me quietly. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Oh. It's nice to know I have an appreciative audience. She said as she straightened up. Have you had many audiences I mean? Actually, you're the first. She said as she stepped in front of the chair and sat down in it. But I can see why women want to model like this. It's an incredible turn on. Part of me wants to just keep going and show everything off to you and the other part is nervous and shy and says only bad girls do this kind of thing. Right now I like feeling like a bad girl. Well, I won't force you to go any farther than you want, but then again, I'm hoping you keep going. I said as she leaned back and crossed her legs. Well, maybe I should then, huh? She asked, as she lifted one foot up and undid the tiny strap holding the red high heel on. She slipped it off and hooked it on the end of her foot, letting me take a picture of her holding it out before flicking it off her foot toward me. She repeated the process with her other foot, leaving her in nothing but the stockings and the tiny red thong. I was so turned on that I was having trouble remembering to frame and shoot the pictures as she slowly slid her hand up one leg, held high in the air. She traced her fingers back down her leg until it reached her creamy thigh and then slid back up her leg again, hooking the end of the stocking and pushing it along her leg, the tan material bunching up against her fingers as she slowly pushed the stocking up toward her ankle. She leaned forward enough to push it all the way off her ankle and then slowly lowered her leg as she stretched the stocking out again. She pulled the silky material toward her chest, stretched between her two hands and allowed it to pull tight across her breasts, pulling it back and forth across her hard nipples. She closed her eyes for a moment and moaned softly at the stimulation she was producing for herself. After several long seconds she stretched one hand out toward me and snapped the stocking off her hand, shooting it like a rubber band toward me with a grin. I watched her lift her other leg and reach for her ankle, tracing her fingers down her leg as she had done with the other one, finally hooking the stocking and slowly pushing it up until it was free of her foot. Once again she stretched it across her breasts, teasing her nipples as she pulled it back and forth across them. Oh that feels so good. You can't imagine how turned on I am right now. I can tell. I answered quietly, her arousal obvious in her voice and motions. She looked back at me and then slowly stood up. Did you know that no guy has seen me completely naked except for my father when I was a baby and my doctor? She asked, leaning toward me and pursing her lips as if to kiss my camera. Really? Not even a boyfriend? Uh, not even a boyfriend. Do you want to be the first? I'd very much like to be. I answered, snapping away as she stood straight, crossing her legs and turning around to face away from me. She slid her hands up her legs and hooked her thumbs in the tiny string of the thong and then slowly pulled it down, spreading her legs slightly as she did. I snapped away with the camera while the string rolled down over her creamy smooth ass and then slipped down below the curve of her cute ass. I watched the red string and the obviously wet material peel away from her pussy, exposing a pair of soft feathery lips that were glistening with her juices. Damn. I whispered as she slowly slid them down her legs and then stepped out of them, her legs spreading as she did, giving me an incredible view from where I was on my knees behind her. She slowly turned around and allowed me to take pictures of her completely naked, turning this way and that for several minutes. She stepped toward me and reached for the camera. You know. I think you should experience what it feels like on the other side of the lens, she said as she gently pulled the camera from my grasp. I don't do that side of the camera. I protested quietly. She stepped up and put her arms around my neck and pressed her chest to mine, my restrained cock pressing against her belly. She lifted herself on her toes to reach my lips and then pressed them against mine, kissing me wetly. Trust me, I'll make it well worth your while, she whispered before sucking my lower lip into her mouth and tugging it gently. You know, I've never tried to do anything like this before, I said to her. Trust me, just keep looking at my body and trying to make me hornier, and it will be great. That's what I did, just tried to do things I thought might turn you on. You were very successful. I answered. Good. Now it's your turn. She said, releasing her hold on me and stepping back. She slowly stepped around me, putting me between herself and the chair. Any time. I want to see you tease me with that big cock I felt. She said huskily. I nervously stepped back and pulled my polo shirt slowly out of my pants and worked it up my body, tugging it over my head and tossing it playfully toward her. I could tell the light was starting to go and the pictures would soon be junk, but she had me seriously turned on so I played along. I undid my day hikers and stepped out of them before sitting in the chair. I tugged first one and then the other of my socks off, tossing them over my shoulder as they came off. 
I stood up and undid the belt on my pants and then slowly pulled down the zipper, trying to stretch it out for her. I undid the button and then slowly spread them apart, giving her a view of my blue underwear before turning slowly away from her. I bent over and let my pants slide down my legs and stepped out of them. My rock-hard cock was sticking up out of my underwear, and I tucked it in as best I could before turning back to let her see the huge bulge. Fuck. She whispered, taking picture after picture of me as I teasingly tugged on the waist of my briefs. I finally started to pull them down, allowing it to drag my cock downward, more and more of it becoming exposed until my mushroom head suddenly slipped from where it was caught and my whole cock popped up, sticking toward her at an angle. Oh god, what a cock. She mumbled from behind the camera as I pushed my underwear down, and then stepped out of it, leaving me as naked as she was. She slowly set the camera aside and stood up. You know. I read all these stories about women getting eaten out or sucking on big cocks before having sex with them, but what I want more than anything right now is to have that inside me. Would you mind if I just sat down on it right now? I wouldn't mind at all. I answered as I backed up to the chair and sat down. She inched herself over me, straddling my lap as I aimed my cock up at her pussy. She lowered herself slightly and I rubbed my cock between her lips several times to spread her juices around on it before she started to settle herself down. I felt my head engage into her tunnel opening and then felt more and more weight settle onto me until I suddenly popped inside and she dropped two inches or so. Oh my god that feels good! She cried loudly, starting to bounce up and down slightly, working more and more of me into her with each bounce. Before long she was running her tight pussy up and down the length of my shaft, driving both of us crazy. I could hear both of our moans echoing off the bare walls of the house as she bounced, her ass slapping against my thighs with each stroke. Oh h fuck I'm going to come! She squeaked. Ah me too! I grunted, trying to hold back as long as I could. Oh fuck yes! She screamed as her whole body convulsed and shook. I felt her pussy clamp around me as I tried to bounce her up and down with my hands a few more times. Oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck! She screamed with each bounce, my engorged cock nearly bursting inside her. Ahig! I gasped as my body convulsed, surging a huge shot of hot cum up into her pussy. Time and again my body jerked, adding more cream to the copious amount with which I had already filled her. Oh damn! She moaned as she sagged against me, her tits in front of my mouth. I couldn't resist cupping both of them, and gently kissing each nipple softly before sucking them into my mouth one at a time. Oh damn! You keep that up and I may come again. She panted. Good. I answered as I moved from one nipple to the other making her squirm on my still semi-hard cock. I moved one hand from her firm round ass, around between her legs, to let my fingers stroke across the top of her slit and her exposed clit. Oh shit! She squeaked when my fingers found their mark. I licked circles around her nipples with my tongue as I sucked the whole front of her tit into my mouth, my fingers stroking continuously back and forth across her hard nub. Her hips wiggled and bounced as my attentions drove her recently receding climax back up again. I could feel my somewhat softened cock responding again as her pussy continued to massage and squeeze it with her continuous movements. Oh God! She moaned. Are you trying to make me climax again? Uh Uh-huh. I answered, letting go of the nipple I was working with my mouth for only a moment. Well, it's gonna work. She squealed as her whole body went rigid for a moment. A shudder started in her legs and began to travel up the length of her body until she was shaking like a leaf in a strong breeze, her pussy clenching and releasing around my cock as she climaxed. I continued my attentions until I felt her body start to relax and then slowly eased my licking and sucking of her nipples to soft gentle kisses slowly traveling over her entire chest. My fingers ceased their stroking of her clit, and I used both hands to gently stroke my fingertips up and down her thighs, ass and back, gently caressing what I could reach of her sexy little body. Goodness. She panted. I didn't know that someone could make me climax that hard or that quickly. Glad you enjoyed it. I whispered as I continued my kisses. She moved her hands to my face and tipped it upward, lowering her face to mine and gently, slowly, almost lovingly, pressed her soft wet lips to mine. Thank you very much. I did enjoy it. I hope you did too. She whispered, her lips practically brushing mine. Every second. I whispered back. You're still hard. I can feel it. She whispered, wiggling around slightly. Would you like to come again? Of course, but I'm not going to push if you don't want it. I answered. That's sweet. Most men just take what they want and leave us wanting more. Why is it that you're so different? She asked in a husky whisper. And why the hell hasn't some woman snapped you up and made you her own? I don't know. 
I guess the right woman just hasn't found me yet. Hmm. Well, if everything you do is as sweet and hot as this was, we'll just have to see if I'm the right woman. That sounds like you're asking to date me. I guess I sort of am. She answered with a giggle. Now what should we do about this big hot cock stuffed inside me? We can do whatever you want. You know, I feel completely naughty right now. I have just the thing. She said as she slowly lifted herself off of me, a flood of arcum oozing down her thigh as she stepped back and reached for my hands. She pulled me up and led me to the big bay window in the front room that overlooked the long valley before us, the setting sun still shining on the eastern slopes and the western slopes in its stark shadows. It's way too chilly to want to screw outside, but how about this? She asked as she bent over in front of the window, pushing her ass and pussy out at me. I think that it looks even more beautiful with your naked body in the picture. I answered as I stepped behind her. I aimed my cock at her pussy and slowly pushed into her, holding her firm ass as a handle. Oh god that feels nice. She cooed as I sunk into her until my head hit the end of her soft tunnel. Now fuck me until you come. Yes ma'am. I answered with a smile, starting to slide my cock in and out of her. Oh god yes. She squeaked as I started plunging in and out of her. Oh yeah, yeah, oh god, oh yeah. She softly squeaked as I slapped my hips against her bare ass, each stroke making her whole body shake. I could see her tits wiggling in the reflection in the window, pushing me closer and closer to climax. Oh shit. I grunted as I felt my orgasm approach the point of no return. That's it. Come for me. Fill me up. Oh god you're so big. Shit. You're going to make me come again too. She squealed, her legs starting to tremble again as I pounded a few more strokes into her, my cock expanding even more as it got ready to unload in her. Ah. I cried as my body jerked, ramming my cock into her so hard she almost fell over. My cock swelled inside her and shot a gush of hot cum deep inside her already spasming pussy. Time and again my body jerked and spasmed, emptying more of my cream into her until finally there was no more to add and I started to soften inside her. God that was good. I can't believe you made me climax again. She panted, trying to stand upright enough to reach behind her head with her hands for mine. My shrinking cock slipped from her, unleashing a gush of cum that dripped on the floor and ran down her legs as she turned to face me. She wrapped her arms around me and held me tight pressing her bare tits into my chest as I wrapped my arms around her back and held her. You must think I've never had sex the way I'm acting. She said after standing with me for long minutes. Well, I wondered. I answered honestly. I have. The only guy that I felt like I wanted to take me that way was a boyfriend I had a couple years ago. He was a really nice guy, but when it came to sex it was always half-dressed in the back seat of a car. It wasn't the most enjoyable sex and he wasn't nearly as large as you are. I see. Would you be offended if I asked how old you are? Sweetie, after what you just made me feel you can ask anything you want anytime you want. For that matter you can ask for this anytime you want to. I'm 24. Ah. Uh, okay. I answered. I'm not too young am I? She asked, pulling her head away to look up into my face. Well not too young no. But I am 10 years older than you are. Does it matter? She asked, her voice suddenly tinged with concern. Not to me. I answered, pulling her snugly to me again. Good. She whispered into my chest as we stood watching the last of the sun's rays disappearing, leaving us in near darkness. Chapter 03 the previous day was incredibly busy with an out-of-town photo job. I barely had time to dump my gear at the studio before heading home to flop into bed, so I didn't feel too bad not getting to the shop before nine. Part of me wondered if hiring someone to man the shop while I was out on shoots was really such a good idea. Money wasn't the problem. It was more that I was kind of independent. If Felicia hadn't badgered me into this weeks ago, I probably wouldn't have even interviewed Tina. She seemed to be knowledgeable enough about photography and certainly had a head for numbers. As an executive assistant and bookkeeper, she seemed to be a good choice. Whether I could learn to not be so independent was really the question. Good morning, Tina said as she walked in for her first day. Good morning, I replied as I unloaded my camera gear onto the counter to organize and put away. So, what would you like me to do? She asked. Well, come on in the back. I'll get you started. I have a pile of bookkeeping I haven't quite gotten to. I answered, leading her into the back. I settled her at the desktop computer I use for office work and spent the next half hour getting her going. I finally returned to the gear I was sorting and cleaning. Once I got it all put away, 
I moved to my big computer with a pair of 24-inch screens to start working on the photos from the previous day. I was working my way through cataloging when the bell on the front door jingled. I'll get that, Tina said, getting up and quickly sweeping out of the office area. I was just focusing back at where I left off when Tina came back in. I have two good-looking young women from Sunny's Interiors to see you. Oh yeah? Thank you, I said as I got up. That's the company that's remodeling the farmhouse. Oh? Tina asked as I walked past and out into the studio. Sunny, Amy! I said as I held out my hand to both of them. Sunny took my hand and shook it but Amy stepped right up to me and wrapped her one free arm around my neck and gave me a hug and a kiss on the cheek. Well, I think we have some really good stuff for you, Amy said as she stepped back, Sunny giving her an odd look which she ignored. Oh, well, let's have a look, I said, stretching my hand out to guide them toward a small conference-type table off to one side of the studio. Sunny, wearing jeans and one of her signature shirts, sat down and started laying out sheets of paper with computer-generated graphics on them. Amy did a great job of design here, she said. I think she really captured the use of the space great. Yes, she did. I answered, flashing Amy a smile as I looked through the images that would end up being my new home. Looks good. Now for the other shoe, how much? Well, I have a couple options, Sunny said. But all of them are a bit expensive. Well, let's have a look, I said as Sunny started laying out sheets of paper filled with columns of numbers. We spent the next half hour deciding which options I wanted and didn't want and finally settled on a quote of $67,000. I need a third up front to get started as soon as you sign the contract, Sunny said, laying down some papers. I quickly read over the contract, and then scrawled my name across the bottom and slid it back toward her. Wait one. I said getting up and heading back into the office. I pulled the checkbook out of the desk and returned to the table. Here's twenty-two. I said as I wrote out the check and ripped it off. I also want Amy to stay involved. If she has good ideas that can improve things, let me know. I'm not afraid of a little extra money if it makes things better or nicer. I don't want gold-plated faucets or toilets, but I also don't want to have to do another remodel in the next few years. Trust me. I'll make sure you love it. Amy said with a huge grin. Great, I said, standing up when the ladies did. Um, Scott, do you have those pictures? Amy asked quietly. Oh, yeah. I was so busy yesterday I didn't even get them unloaded. If you want you can come in the back and I'll transfer them to an SD card for you. Great, Amy said, following me. What pictures? Sonny asked, following the two of us. Scott took some pictures of me the other day to give me an idea how a photo shoot works, just so I could understand how he uses the space. She said, blushing slightly. Oh, that sounds interesting, Sonny said as she followed us into the back. I pulled the camera from the shelf and popped the flash card out. I stuffed the card into the slot on the computer and the program, already open, recognized it and started loading the pictures off of it and putting them up on the dual displays in the three rows. Amy, Sunny said as she looked at the monitor, the series of pictures clearly showing her undressing one step at a time. What's wrong, sis? I'm a big girl. Amy responded shyly while I loaded an SD card and started transferring them. I minimized the screen and allowed the transfer to continue unwatched until it finally signaled done. I pulled the SD card out and handed it to Amy. There you go, I said nervously. Thanks. I appreciate it, Amy said, stepping close and leaning up on her toes to give me a quick kiss on the cheek. Sis? I whispered as Sunny turned to head out the door in front of us. Uh-huh. Didn't you know? Amy whispered back. No. I didn't. I answered as Sunny opened the front door. Don't worry about her. She'll calm down and everything will be fine. She just likes to protect me. If you say so. I said as I held the door. Thanks. See you later, okay? Amy said, stopping to look back at me. Count on it. I answered her before she turned to follow Sunny. Those were some pictures, Tina said with a little grin. Do you take that kind often? Oh, once in a while. Seems like it's a growing thing for women to get that kind of picture for their husbands. I answered as I pulled the screen back up. Oh, shit. I swore quietly, realizing that I just transferred the pictures Amy had taken of me to her drive as well as those I did of her. Those are pretty sexy too, Tina said from behind me as she looked over my shoulder. I quickly closed the window and sat there blushing, not sure how to respond. Tina finally turned and walked back to the other computer desk chuckling softly. I sighed and then deleted the pictures from the card and cleared it to use again. Tina worked for some time before she finally spoke again. 
So where do you take those kind of pictures? Surely not here. No. It wouldn't work well here. Right now I do them at my house, but the farmhouse will have a more private studio in the loft in addition to the main one downstairs. I answered her as I worked on the images from the day before. So what are you going to do with this place? Probably move everything out to the farm. Damn, I never even thought about the fact that I was doing that when I hired you. You're not going to be uncomfortable working out there, are you? I mean it's going to be combination office and home. I think I'll do just fine out there. She answered with a smile. I might even have to let you take my picture sometime. That isn't usual. I mean, usually I just take pictures of my clients. I don't usually let my clients take my pictures or my clothes off. I said quickly. No worries. We're all adults, right? Besides, I think you look quite handsome with or without clothes. She said with a soft, girlish giggle. I looked over at her and saw that the business skirt she had on was hiked up slightly on her thighs and one hand disappeared between her legs as she pecked away on the computer keyboard with her free hand. She was maybe forty or so, very curvy with a full bust. Her short black hair was in tight curls framing her face and her brown eyes laughed every time she spoke. I could only imagine what her hand was doing under her skirt, which made my cock grow at the thought. I idly wondered if her breasts looked as good naked as they did in that snug white blouse, which I just noticed was unbuttoned part way down, the top edge of her white lace bra showing through the gap every time she reached for another invoice. I shook my head to push the ideas out of my mind. Last thing I needed was to get physically involved with someone I hired on the first day. Good way to get charged with sexual harassment. Well, at least it was Friday. After spending Saturday doing some needed maintenance on my SUV, it was going to be enjoyable to relax with Jack and Felicia. I brought along my laptop and the new camera that I got from Jack, to give Felicia some long-promised lessons on photography. She had a good camera, but really wanted to know more about how to take portrait-type pictures to adjust for lighting and such. Hey Jack, here's your case, I said as I walked into the house when he opened the door, handing him a case of Bud Light. Thanks man, I appreciate it. Cold too. Want one? He asked as he closed the door behind me. Sure, why not? I answered as I followed him into the kitchen. Hi, Scott, Felicia said, putting down the potato she was peeling to come over and give me one of her hugs. I was kind of surprised to see her wearing a pair of tight-fitting exercise clothes which accentuated her curves and very round touch. Hey, what's for dinner? I asked as she stepped back away from me, leaving me feeling quite warm. Roast chicken, potatoes, and carrots. Sound yummy? Yep, it sure does. I answered as Jack handed me a cold bottle of beer. Good. You two go sit and enjoy the game. I need to get this on to cook she said, turning me around and pushing me out of the kitchen. Come on. When Lysha speaks, you better listen. You know you won't win anyway, Jack said, leading the way to the living room couch. It was nearly half-time when Felicia came out and plopped down next to me, her chest still heaving and sweat dripping down her face from her workout. How's the game? Not bad. Giants up by three, I answered. Figures. Jack picked the giants today. I took the bay, of course, she answered, wiping her face with a towel. Oh, what was the bet this time? You know Jack, she said with a laugh. It has to do with the bedroom, of course. And if they lose? He washes dishes all week, she said with a grin. And you know that the giants are going to choke at the end of the game. Not likely. I chuckled. You don't want to make a side bet, do you? She asked quietly. Oh, just what do you have in mind? I asked, looking at her face to try and see what was going on in her mind. It wasn't very often she wanted to make bets with me, but then I guess maybe it's because I don't usually accept them. Giants win and I'll stand in front of the TV and strip. They lose, you flash me, well, you know. You could have knocked me over with a feather. I've known them for years and she has always been a tease, but this is by far the most obvious she has ever been. Why? I asked as Jack got up and headed toward the kitchen for another beer. Because I feel like it. Don't you think Jack will mind? I asked seriously. Ha. Huh. I told him I should bet you and he dared me to. She answered with a laugh. But not to worry, he said you'd never take the bet. I may regret this, but I'll take your bet just to teach you a lesson. And what lesson would that be? Never bet anything you don't want to lose. I answered. That assumes I wouldn't want to pay up. She whispered as Jack came back into the room with three beers. I looked back at her again, unsure of exactly what she was playing at as she untied her running shoes and kicked them off. 
By the end of the third quarter it was obvious that the Giants were going to win it going away. As the whistle blew to end the quarter Felicia got up and walked in front of the TV. Well guys. I need a shower and it's obvious I bet on the wrong team today. She said as she reached to her waist. She pulled her shirt up in one smooth motion, peeling the spandex top of her body and over her full round breasts. I'd seen her a number of times in bikinis and thought she had some pretty nice breasts, easily a B or C cup, but this was the first time that I had ever seen them completely bare. Each round breast had a little sag, but not a lot, and the front of each breast had a large round pink areola with a fat hard nipple centered in it, pointing slightly upward as the bounce from pulling her shirt off settled. I was still staring open-mouthed at her bare chest as she hooked her thumbs in the waist of her spandex pants. She pushed them down, peeling the material down her legs until she could step out of them, her tits hanging tantalizingly as she bent at the waist. She stepped on the pants and lifted first one leg and then the other to help pull them over her stocking feet. She looked back at me with a crooked little smile and skimmed her tiny bikini panties down her legs, pulling them off her legs and tossing them into my lap. Naked except for her socks, she turned around and bent over, pulling first one and then the other sock off, pushing her soft exposed lips out at us. I took a deep breath as she turned around to face us, tossing her socks onto the couch between us, allowing us to look at her entire naked body, including the trimmed brown bush on her mound that formed a wide triangle pointing toward her pussy. She slowly ran her hands up and down her body, cupping both breasts and squeezing them briefly before letting her hands travel back down again, one stopping on her hip the other diving between her legs and stroking her obviously wet pussy. Well I'd better go get that shower. She said as she turned, giving me a wink before heading toward the hallway, her hips swinging sexily as she walked. Damn. I muttered. Didn't think she'd do it. Jack said, as stunned as I was. I guess she did. I suppose you better go, um. Yeah. I guess I better. He said, getting up. I'll be back. Dinner was surprisingly not overdone by the time Jack and Felicia came out of the bedroom, Felicia wearing a very revealing short robe. She made sure that I knew she was naked under it, rubbing her bare thigh against me as I sat at the table. I felt her bare foot slide into my lap during dinner pushing around on my cock that was straining in my pants with the view she kept giving me as we ate. I didn't know if she planned on showing that much tit each time she leaned forward, or if it was accidental, but either way, each time she leaned forward, the robe spread just far enough to let me see her nipple, while partially blocking the view for her husband, siding at the end of the table. I think I better go, I said after dinner. I have a lot going on tomorrow. Really? I was hoping you would stay after dinner a while, Felicia said. I'm not sure that's a good idea. I think you and Jack need a bit more privacy, I told her quietly. Oh, foo. You're going to be a spoil sport. I thought maybe you'd want to stay for the Sunday night game and make another bet. That would be a bad idea. I said. Jack. Been fun. I'll talk to you tomorrow or so. Right. He said as Felicia took my hand and led me toward the front door. Don't forget my bag. I said, pointing to the camera and computer bag I brought with me. Oh. You were going to show me some photo stuff. We can still do that. No. I think we'll put that off. I said as I picked up the bag with my free hand. She led me to the front door and wrapped one arm around my neck pulling my face to hers and giving me a wet kiss on the lips. She had hold of my hand yet and slipped it inside the slit of the robe, pressing it against her bare and very wet pussy. Don't be a stranger, she said as she finally let go of me. I won't. I answered as I headed out the front door, shaking my head. I wondered what the hell had gotten into her. All the years we've been friends I'd have never figured her to do what she had tonight. Chapter 04 In a little over three days working Tina had miraculously gotten my extremely disorganized and backlogged paperwork completely cleared up. With little else to do when we were not shooting in the studio, I set her to learning how to work the software packages I used to edit photos, and supplied her with a number of photography books to start learning the basics. I was extremely pleased to see her jump in and quickly pick up the basics. While she frequently downplayed her level of intelligence, I was learning that she was extremely smart and a quick learner. To that end I fixed her up with an older Nikon digital body and a couple lenses for her to start working with. It wasn't a big surprise to see her experimenting with different effects in the software on a few pictures she had shot with the Nikon. While she had a long way to go before I turned her loose with my $40,000 Hasselblad H4D, it was obvious she had a knack for photography. 
Since our next appointment, a couple coming in for an engagement photo, was running late, I spent the free time talking about how to light for a portrait, and how the slave flash units worked and were utilized. She paid careful attention to every detail, seeming to absorb the information like a sponge. When our appointment finally arrived I let her watch how I worked with the couple, setting and adjusting their pose, framing them in the finder and coaxing each detail into the frame that I wanted, right down to how they smiled or looked at each other. Following the shoot we downloaded the images and cleaned them up, getting rid of any inadvertent red eye caused by the flashes and brushing out the ones that, that had apparently appeared on the bride-to-be's chin that morning. With no other appointments until afternoon I decided to go out and see how the house was coming. I was surprised to see a number of trucks parked in the driveway and a huge dumpster in front of the house. Hey Sonny! I called as I got out of the car and saw her walk out of the front door carrying a huge chunk of plaster. Scott! How's it going today? She called back, stopping to take her hard hat off for a second to wipe her brow with her sleeve. I was going to ask you the same thing. I said as I walked up the steps by the dumpster, watching another young woman, covered in dust and dirt, walk out and toss a chunk of wall into the dumpster. It's actually going pretty well. Come on in and take a look, she said brightly, turning to lead me into the house. I was instantly surprised at the transformation that had taken place. The entire living room space had been completely stripped down to the wooden structure. It's got all hundred-year-old oak studs. These things are hard as nails and in good shape, so we can leave them all, but they're going to be fun to drill for wiring. Sunny said as another woman, about forty or so, stepped past with an armload of wooden strips, headed toward the dumpster. Well, that's good. Looks like you've been busy. We have. We're pulling all the walls on the first floor. She said as she led me toward the rear of the old house and into a room that was partially demolished, about six women in work gear and hard hats pulling down plaster and lath, pulling nails from studs and ripping out ancient insulation. I didn't know you had an all-woman crew, I said in surprise. Oh, I don't. I have a few guys, but for the most part it's women, she answered, stepping aside to let another load of trash head for the dumpster. I was thinking, do you mind if I come out and take some pictures during the transformation? No, I don't mind. It's your property. Just don't expect to take a lot of shots like you did of my little sister she said with a stern look. About that. First, I didn't know she was your sister, and second, well, it really was her idea. I said defensively. Wanting you to take pictures, yeah, I can see that, but her idea to get naked like that? That's defiantly not something she would think of. At least I didn't think so. Her idea, honest. I said, holding my hands up. I don't want to cause issues between you or with me. If I had known I would have put the kibosh on it long before it got to where it did. Oh? Just how far did it go? She asked, turning angrily toward me. You better ask her. I'm not getting in the middle of this. You already are in the middle of this, she said hotly, the whole crew stopping to stare at us. I didn't do anything she didn't ask me to. If you don't believe me, ask her, I said sharply. I'm not in the habit of telling other people what I do with others, and that includes sisters. I shot at her before turning on my heel and storming out of the house. I slammed the car door and threw gravel as I spun my traverse around, accelerating angrily down the drive. How the hell was I supposed to know that she was Sunny's sister, and when did it become my business to police someone else's actions? Hell, it was her idea, the pictures and the sex. I was finally cooled down by the time I got back to the shop. I walked in to find Tina sitting on a stool in the studio area, her Nikon mounted to a tripod, taking pictures of herself. Hi. Just trying some of the things you said about light. She said, getting off the stool to go wind her camera. I see. I said as I headed through to the back. I pulled the new digital cannon off the shelf, twisted on a lens and then dug around for the wireless remote. Once I had it snapped on I carried it out and handed it to her. Here. Try this. You won't need to use the self-timer. I told her as she took the camera from me. Thanks. This is super, she said as she unmounted the Nikon and started transferring the quick-release space to the cannon. I smiled as I headed back to the rear of the shop, leaving her as excited as a kid at Christmas. I spent the next hour making calls and figuring out quotes for some commercial jobs. My stomach finally told me it was lunchtime. I wondered if Tina had eaten yet and got out of my chair, stretching toward the ceiling before walking through the curtain and into the studio. I froze in my tracks when I saw Tina standing in front of the chair, tossing her skirt off to the side, her blouse unbuttoned and swinging free, her extremely tiny panties hidden from my view only by the pantyhose she wore. What are you doing? I asked incredulously. What? Just taking some pictures. 
she answered with a grin. Wanna watch? What, watch you get undressed? Well, not all the way, she said as she sat back down and picked the remote back up. She leaned back on the stool and let the blouse spread apart, exposing her lacy half-cup brow that barely covered her breasts up over the top of her nipples, little half-moons of her large dark areola showing above the top of the pink lace as it squeezed and lifted her breasts into two creamy orbs with a full dark crevice between them that invited being stared at. It's a bit public for these kind of pictures, I said after the camera flashed again, and I shook my head back into reality. Oh, fool. My bikini shows a lot more than this, she said as she shrugged off the blouse and lifted one leg into the air before hitting the remote again. Tina, this isn't the place for this, I objected. She put her leg down and looked around. Where else can I do it? She complained. I don't know, but not here, I said. Now would you please put your clothes back on before someone comes in? Ah, uh, if you insist, she said, climbing off the stool and slipping her blouse back onto her shoulders. She walked over and picked up her skirt and then continued toward me until she was standing barely a foot in front of me. Dropping her skirt at her feet, she reached up to her bra and hooked a finger in each cup. Want to see more? She asked teasingly, tugging at the cups and sliding her fingers back and forth between her obviously hard nipples and the lacy material. She was being quite successful at making each hard nipple peek out and then disappearing again as she teased both of us. Or don't you like how I look? I think you look very nice. Now please, get dressed. Oh okay sweetie if you insist. But I really don't feel like wearing this anymore right now. She said as she shrugged her blouse off again, letting it slide down her arms until it dropped to the floor at her feet. She reached behind her back and I saw the cups spring loose and hang, barely covering her breasts, supported only by the two small loops over her shoulders. She slowly pulled each shoulder strap off, holding the cups in place with her arms until the straps were hanging loosely at her elbows. With a little grin she straightened her arms down by her sides, letting the cups fall away, her bra sliding down her arms until it fell free to the floor. Her breasts were a nice size, easily a full C cup, and while they needed some support to hold the shape they had been sporting moments before, they were still extremely sexy-looking breasts. Tina! I said shocked. Oh come on! I know you've been checking out my tits ever since I interviewed. Go ahead. You can play with them if you want, she said, lifting her hands up over her head and stepping closer to me. I backed up two steps until I was stopped by the corner of the counter while she stepped one more step toward me, gently pressing her breasts against my chest. How about it? Wanna play with them? She asked seductively, dropping her hands down to my shoulders and slowly sliding them down my arms. I felt her hands find my hands and pull them gently toward her chest as she leaned her face toward mine, sucking my lower lip into her mouth and moaning softly. God, I'm so horny. I wish you'd just take me right here and fuck my brains out. Tina, what about your husband? I objected as she rubbed her nose across mine, preparing to give me another kiss. It's okay she whispered. He won't be home until tomorrow. We have plenty of time. I gently pushed my hands against where she was holding them, using her soft tits as a handle to back her away from me. I don't think this is right, I said quietly as she let go of my hands. Your mouth says no, but your cock says hell yes, she whispered, grabbing my heart on through my pants with one hand and trying to undo my belt with the other. Stop! Tina! Stop! This isn't the place or the time for this, I said, grabbing her hands and pulling them from me. I'm going to get some lunch. I'll, I'll be back in a bit. I said breathlessly, taking a step sideways to clear her. I finally made it out of the shop and walked quickly down the street to the small pizza place around the corner. What the hell got into her? I muttered to myself as I sat and waited for the waitress to come take my order. I had to admit that she had me horribly turned on, and when the waitress came over I couldn't help but stare at how well she filled out her shirt while I ordered. My pizza finally came, the cute waitress giving me a pleasant smile as she set down my food. By the time I had eaten I felt almost back to normal. I hoped that Tina would be back to normal by the time I got back as well, or at least hoping that how she was behaving wasn't normal or it was going to be tough to work with her. I hadn't seen any indication of this kind of thing when I interviewed her or in the last several days she had been working with me. I really had no idea what came over her. Tina? I called when I walked into the shop. She was nowhere to be seen so I assumed she was in the back. I stepped through the curtain and found her, sitting in her desk chair, one foot up on the desk, her blouse on, but spread wide around her bare tits and her skirt pulled up to her waist, nothing on below that but her heels. Oh God. I'm sorry. She mumbled 
pulling her wet fingers out of her pussy and putting her leg down. I'm just so horny. I'm sorry, she said again as she closed her blouse and buttoned it with shaking hands. I sat down at my computer station and tried to work on photos from a recent wedding, the scent of sex in the office driving me to distraction. Scott, she said quietly. I want to apologize. I really don't know what came over me. It's okay, I answered without looking. You're not going to fire me, are you? I really do need this job. No, I'm not going to fire you, I answered. Why don't you get the studio set up? We have that couple coming in shortly for portraits. Yes, sir, she said meekly, getting up from the chair and walking out of the office. I sat and worked a little longer, expecting her to come back in. When she didn't I stepped to the curtain and looked out, shocked to see her sitting with her skirt pulled up, taking pictures of her fingers stuffed into her pussy. Tina! Damn! It's public out here! You can't do that kind of thing in the main studio! I said angrily as I walked out. I turned off the camera and pulled it off the tripod. Now wash your hands and try to look professional. I said sending her toward the office with a push. Yes. Sorry. I really don't know. She started to say as she walked toward the office. Not now. We'll talk about this later. I said in irritation. I followed her into the back and put the camera on the shelf and got my Hasselblad out, fitting it with the lens I needed and a remote. I was adjusting the lights and tripod when Tina came back out, her dress and blouse fixed and her hair brushed back into place. I'm really sorry. I just took one more picture and then, well, another and another. I don't know what came over me, she said leaning herself as close to me as she could. It's okay. Let's just concentrate on this shoot. I said quietly as the couple came in the door of the shop, a large garment bag carried over his arm. Hi. Scott? The guy said, holding out a hand. Yes. You must be Roger and this lovely woman must be your wife Angie? I said with a smile. Yes. Thank you. She said, blushing a bit. So tell me what you're looking for in a portrait. We need a formal portrait. Suit and gown. That kind of thing. He answered. Sure thing. There are dressing rooms in the back for you to change in. I said. My assistant Tina will show you where. Thanks. He said, leading his wife along by the hand as he followed Tina. I busied myself with the lights, just killing time, until the two returned, him in a dark suit and the wife in a long strapless purple gown. I got them situated in front of a mountain background scene and took several pictures, adjusting their poses, sitting, standing with each other, that kind of thing. Tina watched closely how I worked with the couple through the whole process. I changed to a mottled gray-blue background and shot several more. Finally I pulled the green screen down, allowing me to put anything I want on their background. After shooting a number of shots I allowed Tina to take a few, just to see how she applied what she had been learning. With the shoot done I loaded the images onto the system in the studio for them to view proofs. I had the two seated at the table and started showing them the images we shot to ensure that I had captured what they intended. Scott, this would be a really good shot for that new brochure you were talking about. Do you mind if I take a couple shots for that? No, that's fine. I said absently as I made a few adjustments to one image the couple liked. Just make sure that you get a release signed. I called as she disappeared into the back. So, here's what we have so far. This one with you two standing looks about the best. I said, turning the screen to show both of them, the flash from Tina's camera washing the screen out for a second. Yeah, that looks pretty good. But we still kind of look like roommates, not husband and wife. Angie said with a frown. Can we make it look a bit more intimate? We can if you want. Yeah. I do. Okay. Let's go back over and try a few more. I said, pulling the card from the computer to put back in the camera. Tina shot a few more as I reset the stage and got the two of them sitting on an antique love seat, their bodies pressed together gently. Okay. Now. Look at each other. More like your lovers. I said with a chuckle. Yeah. That's better. I said as I clicked the shutter. Now hold hands more. I said, walking to the couple and sliding their clasped hands into her lap a bit farther. Are you okay, Angie? You look a bit flushed. I'm fine. Just a bit warm suddenly. Must be the lights. She said. Let's just keep going. Okay. I said with a shrug. Tilt your head a bit to the left. No a tad more. Look into his eyes more. Yeah, there you go. I said as I took the picture. Now. Why don't you sit on his lap? I said, stepping around the camera again to take her hand. I helped her up and then had Roger turn slightly before setting her back on his lap. 
Now look down into his eyes. I said. Roger. You need to hold her hand. No upright. Yeah, now interlace your fingers. Yeah. Just like that. Angie. Look like you're about to kiss him, uh huh. Oh yeah? Perfect. I said as I clicked off several quick shots as she leaned ever closer to him. I was almost surprised when she pressed her lips to his, softly kissing him with a very sensual wet kiss. Honey? Roger breathed when she finally broke the kiss nearly a minute later. Sorry, just got carried away I guess. She said. It is a bit warm in here, isn't it? She added, fanning herself slightly with her hands. I'm not surprised, after that kiss. Tina whispered from behind me. That even made me hot. So let's go look at these. I said, trying to shift the direction of the conversation. I pulled the card from the camera and walked back to the computer. Instead of sitting on the other chair, Angie sat down on her husband's lap, clasping one of his hands into her lap. So here is what we have now. I said, flicking up the images one at a time that we had just taken. She wanted intimate, and there was no doubt that these were definitely that. In one shot you could see her lips part slightly, her eyes sparkling as their faces were inches from each other. That's perfect. She whispered. I looked over and saw her pulling her husband's hand up the front of her dress, clearly aiming it for her partially exposed chest. I wish I had brought something a bit more revealing though. Wouldn't it be sexy for me to sit on your lap in just my underwear and be unbuttoning your shirt? She said to her husband. Angie? He asked in surprise. I'd like to see that picture. I bet you would too. She whispered to her husband. I bet you'd like to see a lot more than that too. Wouldn't it be hot to have pictures of us making love? Um, I think we're done here. If you want to go change, I'll print a few proofs of the good ones here. I said loudly, pulling their attention back to the fact that they were not alone. Um, yeah? Angie said, getting off her husband's lap. I shook my head as the two got up and started back to the changing room in the back of the office. Um, does he take pictures of women dressed in, well, less than dresses? I heard her ask Tina. Sometimes. Tina answered quietly before Angie walked away. Good lord. I muttered as I framed the images and sent them to the dye sublimation printer in the back. I was beginning to wonder if the whole world had gone sex crazy today. I waited for them to come back out of the changing room and for the printer to finish. The computer popped up the message that the images were printed and I walked to the office to get them while Tina folded and put away drapes and shut off the floodlights in the studio area. Oh yes. God yes. That's it. I heard a female voice moan as I stepped through the curtain. I froze in my tracks at the view in front of me. Angie was kneeling on the chair, turned to face out, the curtain of the changing room wide open, Angie's bare tits hanging over the back. Her bare tits swung wildly as she held onto the chair, her husband standing behind her, his pants around his ankles, slapping his hips against her apparently bare ass as he fucked her. That's it, sweetie. Fuck me hard. God, yes. Give it all to me. She said, staring straight at me. I stood there, staring at her, and her swinging tits as he stood behind her, head tipped back and his eyes closed while he pounded into her pussy from behind. Part of me wanted to leave, part of me wanted to stop them, and part of me, for reasons I couldn't quite comprehend at the moment, wanted to stand and watch as my cock slowly grew harder in my pants. Oh, fuck yes. I'm going to come. That's it. Oh, God, yes. She cried loudly, closing her eyes and grabbing at one of her tits while her whole body trembled and shook on the chair. She opened her eyes and stared straight at me, mouthing the words. I want to fuck you. While her husband groaned loudly, apparently emptying his cum into her hot pussy dot I shook my head and backed out of the curtain, not at all sure what to do next. Are they about dressed? Tina asked from across the room where she sat on the love seat, flipping through a photography catalog. Uh, soon. I answered her as I dropped back into the seat at the desk. I flipped through the images that I had taken. There was a definite difference in her demeanor between the first and second shoot but I was at a loss to explain any of it. For all I knew, she was a split personality and the other, her had come out. Having waited what I hoped was long enough, I got up again and headed into the back room to get their prints. The curtain was still open and her husband, already dressed, was facing away from me. Angie was slipping the dress she had worn and back on, but obviously without any underwear of any kind. She stared straight at me as she zipped it up the side and then gently hefted each of her breasts to settle them into the top of the dress. She smiled a tiny little grin as her husband finished putting the dress and suit into the garment bag. I have your proofs when you're ready. I said as I pulled the pages from the printer and carried them to the paper cutter. I'll meet you out front, her husband said as he picked up the bag and walked through the curtain, 
Leaving his wife to put her shoes on, she stepped into the heels and then lifted one foot at a time onto the chair, making sure her dress bunched around her hips and exposed her completely bare and obviously sopping wet pussy to me. You know. I'd really be interested in having you take a few more, private, pictures of me sometime. She said as she stepped over to me and wrapped one arm around me and placed her free hand on my again hardening cock. That might not be a good idea. I choked as she squeezed my cock. Oh, I think it would be a wonderful idea. Just think of how I would look as I took off everything I was wearing. Teasing you. Playing with you, until you couldn't wake any more and ravage my naked body. I think your husband might object to that. I answered her. I doubt it. As long as he gets it like he just did I doubt he'll complain. He always wanted me to be a little more bold. Well, that was bold. I answered as she unzipped my pants and slipped her hand inside my pants. Hm, you have a nice big cock too. I bet it would feel good inside me. Well, I think we'll not do that just now. I said, tugging her hand out of my pants. Okay. But soon. She said with a giggle, turning to walk out while I zipped my pants and picked the pictures up again. I followed her out a few moments later with the proofs and sat down with them at the table. She scooted over until her thigh was pressing against mine as we looked at the selected proofs and filled out the order for how many prints of each were needed. I handed the sheet to Tina, who took it, and Roger, over the counter to run his credit card. You sure you don't want me to just fuck you right here? She whispered, reaching into my lap and playing with my hard cock through my pants. I'm quite sure. I answered hoarsely. Too bad. She whispered as she got up and walked to where her coat was. She slipped it on facing me, making sure to squeeze her tits together with her arms in the process before bending it back up. I watched the two leave arm in arm out the front door, thinking that there were a lot of odd people in the world. Tina locked the door after them and then walked briskly across the room toward me. Come with me, she said as she grabbed my hand and pulled me out of my chair and practically dragged me into the office area. She pulled me toward her desk chair, a rolling chair with no arms, and turned me around, pushing me back into it. I don't care. I just can't wait any longer. She said as she stepped across me so she was straddling my lap facing me. She sat down on my lap, her fingers frantically unbuttoning her blouse. After watching those two fucking you have to be as horny as I am. God I need to be fucked so bad. She said as she shrugged the blouse off, letting it slide down her arms. She reached for my head and gently pulled me toward her, as she leaned toward me, aiming one of her tits toward my face. Please tell me you like to suck on tits. She breathed heavily. As turned on as I was from the last hour I just didn't care anymore. I reached up and cupped one breast in each hand and aimed her right nipple at my mouth sucking as much as I could of her breast into my mouth as I swirled my tongue around and around her hard nipple. Oh, thank God, yes. She hissed as she let go of my head and pushed her hands down between us. I could feel her undoing my pants and trying to get her hands into them. Here, I said, letting go of her tit for a minute as I reached down and lifted myself off the chair a few inches. She stood over me and pushed my pants down over my ass and then between her legs until she had them nearly to my knees, my rock-hard cock sticking straight up at her. Oh, God, that looks good. Don't move. Just stay like that, she said as she stepped back off me. She unzipped the back of her skirt and let it fall down her legs, stepping out of it and leaving her in nothing but her heels. She quickly stepped back toward me, her tight brown curls pressing against the head of my cock as she moved closer. She looked down between us and reached for my cock, rubbing the head between her lips as she lifted herself on tiptoes. Oh God! I groaned as she slowly lowered herself down, her hot pussy enveloping me inch by inch until she was sitting on my lap again. Oh. Shit yes! She squeaked as my head hit the end of her tunnel. She reached for my shoulders to steady herself while I reached back to her tits again squeezing and playing with them while she started to lift herself up and down slowly on my shaft. Oh God, what a cock. I've been wanting this all afternoon. So big and so hard. Ah, uh, damn. Was all I could say as she picked up her pace, her ass slapping down against my lap loudly with each stroke. Oh God, oh yes, oh God, damn. I'm gonna, come already. She panted as she bounced, the feeling of her hot pussy, and the view of her bouncing tits in front of my face driving my body quickly toward climax. You're gonna make me come. I grunted, trying to hold back. Good. I want it was all she said as her body dissolved into sporadic bounces, her legs trembling uncontrollably. I let go of her tits and reached for her ass, lifting her slightly off my lap so I could pump my cock up into her. I started banging wildly up into her, our bodies slapping together and her tits bouncing wildly. Oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck. 
She screamed over and over as I drove up into her, the impact almost lifting her off her heels slightly. Ag. I shouted as my body jerked and spasmed, my engorged cock squirting the first shot of hot cum into her pussy. Time and again my body jerked, unloading more and more of my juice into her as she sat on me, her whole body twitching and shaking while her chest heaved for breath. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. She panted quietly as the shakes subsided to be replaced with only an occasional twitch or shudder. Jeez. I gasped, my mind finally starting to come back to reality and the fact that I had just fucked my new employee. She looked down at me and reached for my face, tipping my head back and lowering her face to mine. She kissed me softly and gently, her lips hot and wet against mine. So good. She whispered, her lips gently brushing mine while she talked. Thank you so much. I really really wanted and needed that. I'm a bit worried. I whispered back. About what? You're married, and you work for me. I whispered as her lips brushed across mine again. You don't tell I won't. She answered. I'm not in the habit of having sex with other men's wives. I whispered, my hands slowly roaming up and down her back and bare ass. Maybe you should. You're really really good at it. I don't think that was the point. I know. But like I said, you don't tell I won't. Just let me have some of it once in a while and we'll be just fine. Besides, you didn't sexually harass me. If anything, I seduced you. This could be complicated. I don't mind complicated if you don't mind a little sex play and teasing. I do love to tease my men. She whispered. How many men do you have? Just two. You and my husband, and he doesn't think I'm all that sexy anymore. You, on the other hand, get a hard on every time you see my body, so I can guarantee I'm going to give you plenty of chances to see it. She whispered, breaking into a smile. Chapter 05 After leaving the shop, I headed over to Jack's house, hoping to ask Felicia what she thought I should do about what was turning into a potentially complicated situation with Tina. Hey, Leash! I said as she opened the front door. Damn! I said involuntarily. You like? She asked, doing a quick twirl in the translucent seafoam green robe that barely extended below her ass. It was obvious to me that she was completely naked under the robe and my cock almost immediately began responding to the view. Uh, yeah. It's hell. It's real sexy. But won't Jack get upset with you wearing that in front of me? Oh, what a spoil sport. She said as she closed the door behind me. Jack won't be home for a couple hours yet. He called and said he had to work some overtime. So what's so important you needed to talk to me, sweetie? She asked, hooking her arm in mine and steering me toward the sofa. Well, I said dropping onto the sofa. I gotta figure out what to do about Tina. I told her as she sat down on the end of the sofa, twisting herself around so that she was laying propped against the padded arm, her bare legs sticking across me, her knees hooked over my lap. In what way? She asked as I rested my hands on her legs. Well, I hired her. She seemed to be a really nice, solid woman. No real issues the first few days she worked for me. Super fast with the paperwork, got things caught up real nice, so I started letting her read some books and gave her my old Nikon to play with in the down times. Then all of a sudden today I find her sitting in the studio taking pictures of herself half naked. I try to put a stop to it, and she starts coming on to me like a freight train. We had clients do, so I sent her in the back to get cleaned up, and when I went back she was sitting nearly naked fingering herself. I mean damn. I told her, my fingers idly stroking her calf. So what happened then? She asked quietly. Well, our clients came, a nice couple. We started doing portraits, and the wife wants some more intimate ones, which we do. I send them in the back to change and then find them screwing in the changing room. I mean they were banging away when I went back to the printer, and she seemed actually pleased for me to watch her getting screwed. That must have been hot. Oh hell yes. Well, after they left, Tina locked the door and drug me into the back end. Well, yeah, when she sat on my lap I gave in and screwed her. Hell, it seems like half the women I deal with lately have wanted to undress in front of me. What the hell is it about me? It's not just you, sweetie. Yesterday I came home from work and felt like a hot shower. I got out when the doorbell rang. I just wrapped the towel around myself and went to answer it. It was the UPS guy needing me to sign for a package. She said quietly. I just couldn't help myself. I let go of the towel when he handed me the pad and let it fall off leaving me standing there completely naked in front of him. I'd never done anything like that before but it felt so hot and sexy. After he left I barely had to touch myself and I was climaxing like crazy. And today? Well, today I went to work in that short little black skirt and didn't wear any panties. None at all. 
I came home so horny you can't believe it. In fact, she said as she reached for the remote and flicked the TV on. I was about to try and relieve some of that pressure. How would you like to help me? I looked at the TV and realized that she had a porn video of two women going at it hot and heavy playing. When I looked back the almost translucent robe was pulled apart and her entire body was exposed. She lifted one leg off my lap, sticking it high in the air and then swinging it over my head and resting it on the back of the sofa so her pussy was spread and completely exposed, her lips glistening wet with her moisture. I really don't know what it is, but the last few days I have felt so sexy and hot. I want you to make me come. I want to feel your hands on my body and your tongue on my pussy. I've always had this little fantasy of you making me come. How about you do it for me today? She asked, scooting down farther on the sofa. I'm not sure Jack would be so happy about that. I said as I stared at her spread pussy. Oh, it's not like I'm fucking you. I just want you to touch and lick me. It'll be our little secret. She said huskily. Please? I really can't wait anymore. I just have to come soon. I don't think this is a good idea. I answered, shaking my head. Oh, please? She begged, one hand sliding down her stomach to her pussy, her fingers sliding easily into her wet tunnel. Maybe just touch my body while I do it then? She moaned as her fingers started sliding in and out of her pussy. Oh God, I wish this was your cock. I've always wanted to see your cock. She breathed heavily. How about letting me see it? I know it's hard. I can feel it. She said, sliding her leg up until her foot could rub on my rock-hard shaft in my pants. You want to see my cock? I asked, surprised. Yes. Just let me look at it. Come on, sweetie. We've been friends a long time. You're seeing me naked. How about letting me see too? Oh, come on. Please? It'll be our secret. I promise. She cooed. Hell, I must not have been thinking straight anymore, watching her work her finger in and out of her pussy. But her plea got to me, and I unzipped my pants and pulled my hard cock out for her to see. Pull them down farther. Let me see all of it. She coaxed, using her foot to try and push my pants down my legs. I lifted myself off the sofa slightly and pushed my pants and underwear down over my ass until I had them to my mid-thigh, my cock sticking straight in the air, bouncing slightly with each of my pounding heartbeats. Oh God. What a fantastic-looking cock. She moaned, stuffing a second finger into her pussy. Touch my titties, please. Play with my hard nipples. Okay. I whispered, leaning over toward her and reaching to gently stroke one of her soft tits. Oh yes. M, kiss it. I want to feel your lips on it. She coaxed. I lifted her leg off the back of the sofa and back onto my lap as she moved her other leg off the sofa to keep her legs spread for her hand. I leaned over toward her, laying myself in the gap between her body and the back of the sofa, reaching my body up and finally having to slide toward her a bit farther to get my mouth to reach her breast. Oh God, yes. She gasped as I gently sucked her right nipple into my mouth, flicking my tongue around it. I could feel the back of her hand bumping against my cock where it lay resting against the inside of her thigh, cradled in the junction of where her leg met her body. Hmm, God, I can feel your cock. She whispered in a half moan, her fingers sliding wetly along the length of my cock. I felt her hand close around it and stroke it several times before sliding it over to rest between her lips, the side of my shaft pressed against her hard clit. Oh, yes. I like that. She cooed as she rocked her hips, sliding her clit along my cock. So hard. So big. She moaned as she worked harder and harder against it, her hand pulling me tightly to her pussy. I licked circles around her nipple as I sucked the end of her tit and her whole areola into my mouth. I started to grasp her nipple with my teeth and tug it gently, letting it slip from between them. Oh, fuck. She moaned loudly pressing my cock to her pussy as she used my hip for leverage to lift herself off the sofa, stroking farther and farther along my rigid cock. I felt her palm cup over my engorged head as she pushed me against her, her lips sliding all the way up my shaft until they started lapping around my head. The sensations had me slowly bucking my hips in time with her motions, the two of us rubbing our most sensitive spots against each other. I wasn't sure if it was because I slid down a little or if she lifted a little farther, but I felt my head engage into her pussy more fully, and then as she came down, and I pushed up, drive fully and deeply into her hot wet tunnel. Oh fuck! She cried loudly as my engorged head drove up into her. She continued to hump her hips, as I did in time with hers, the two of us now openly fucking and driving ourselves closer and closer to climax. Yes, yes. Oh God, yes. Oi, ch 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 I've wanted this for so long. Fuck me, baby. Give me the whole thing. 
She moaned loudly as I continued to suck on her tit, nibbling her nipple while I reached down to her pussy and pushed her hand away, my fingers stroking her wet clit. She screamed as her whole body tensed, her pussy convulsing around me as I continued to stroke up into her. I humped my hips harder and harder into her, my cock nearly ready to explode. Oh God. I grunted as I tried to drive into her one last time before I came, my cock accidentally sliding out of her and sliding along her pussy until it stuck in the air between her legs. My body convulsed and my cock spewed the first shot of hot cum up in the air, dropping back down as a long creamy string that landed on her chest between her tits, just barely missing my head. I rolled away slightly, releasing her tit as shot after shot surged from my cock, covering her chest, stomach and curly pubic hairs with my cum. Well goodness. That was more than a girl could expect. She giggled as she used one finger to draw little circles through my cum. I'm sorry. Guess we got a bit carried away. I apologized, feeling a bit guilty. Nothing to apologize for, sweetie. It's exactly what I wanted and hoped for. The only thing I might have changed was the very end, but we can fix that next time. She cooed, gently stroking my short hair with her free hand. She finally got up after several minutes, letting the robe slide off her arms so she was completely naked. Now don't go away or cover that sexy cock up, she said as she walked down the hall. She came back a minute later with a washcloth and towel, kneeling in front of me and gently washing me with the warm rag. Her hand felt wonderful, gently stroking and drying me, taking her time to make sure she got every place, and then lowering her face to my lap, engulfing me with her hot mouth. Oh, jeez. I groaned as she coaxed me back to hardness with her swirling tongue and gentle sucking. What if Jack comes home? I asked with concern. He can wait his turn. She answered huskily before going back to sucking on my shaft. She slowly worked my pants down my legs until they were bunched around my ankles, her mouth never stopping its up and down trips along my again hard shaft. I think we better stop. I said breathlessly. Why is that? Getting all turned on again? She asked with a grin. More than a little. I admitted, looking at her smiling face. Good. She answered as she climbed onto the sofa straddling me on her knees. Because I'm not done with you yet. Once wasn't enough? I asked. Oh, sweetie. A dozen times might be enough. Did I ever tell you that before Jack and I got married that I used to fantasize about getting married to you and having you fuck me in my wedding dress? No. I answered, thinking back to all the times the three of us hung out in high school and during summer breaks from college. I had dated her pretty heavily in high school and I had wondered if the two of us would have stayed a couple if we had ended up going to the same college. As much as I was attracted to her, it was clear Jack had more opportunity going to the same college she did. Uh Uh-huh. I used to come alone in bed at night, dreaming that my fingers were your cock. Remember the senior prom? Yeah. How could I forget? I answered, images of her in that strapless formal gown flooding back. I really wanted to get her alone enough to pull it down to see those tits, or more, but couldn't seem to get her free of her girlfriends. But now those same tits were hanging in front of my face naked. Did you know I didn't wear any panties at all that night? I didn't want you to have anything in your way if you decided to try and play with me. God, I wanted you to play with me too. But Ginny just wasn't going to let me do that. She was determined that we should wait until we got married. Felicia said as she aimed my cock at her pussy and slowly sank down on it again, leaning her body toward mine until her gentle kisses brushed against my cheek. Scott, we never did get married, but I'm glad I'm finally getting to fuck you. She moaned softly in my ear. Oh, Lord. I always wanted to feel you like this. I groaned as she started slowly lifting herself up and down my shaft. She gently tipped my head up until she could lean her face to mine, softly kissing my lips and breathing heavily into my mouth as her pace gradually quickened. Oh, God, you feel so good. She moaned, her lips brushing mine. I can't believe I'm doing this. You feel so incredible inside me. I feel like I'm going to explode with your so big and fat cock in me. You feel pretty incredible too. I answered breathlessly. Too bad we didn't get the chance to do this in a wedding dress. Oh God. Just the thought of that sends tingles up and down from my pussy to my tits. You sure it's not just my hands? I asked as I gave both her hard nipples a squeeze. Uh. God no. But you can keep doing that too. Damn. I think I'm gonna see you em. She squealed suddenly, her whole body jerking and shaking as she flopped down hard on my cock. I continued to squeeze and tweak her nipples while she kissed me, her urgent kisses and panting breath driving me crazy. Fuck me. Fuck me hard. She begged when she finally broke the minutes-long kiss. 
Fuck me like you would have that night of the prom. Okay. I answered, gently pushing her up and off of me. I stood up and shuffled around to the back of the sofa, pulling her along with me. She smiled when she realized what I had in mind. She bent over the sofa and spread her legs as she pushed her pussy out at me. Take me. Fuck me like you would have if you could have gotten me alone in that stairwell. She practically begged out I stepped up behind her and pressed my cock into her sopping pussy, drawing a long, slow groan from both of us. Oh, God, yes. I groaned as I started plunging my cock its full length in and out of her hot, velvety tunnel. That's it, baby. Fuck me hard. Give me all of that wonderful cock. Felicia cried as I slapped my hips against her ass, her whole body shaking with each impact. I looked up from her ass and could see that she was watching our reflection in the mirrored glass doors of the entertainment center. I could see her smiling as she watched me now watching her tits swinging wildly. You like the way they look, don't you? Tell me you love seeing my big tits swinging like this. Fuck yes. I grunted as I watched her tits in the mirror, my cock swelling inside her, getting ready to climax. I looked over at the TV briefly and saw two young ladies lying on a sofa, a long double-headed dildo sliding back and forth between them. Oh fuck. You're going to make me come again. Do you want me to come again with you? Do you want to feel my climax squeeze your cock and feel my juices around your shaft? Ah shit. I cried as my body jerked, driving my cock the full length of her tunnel and smashing my head against her cervix. I could feel the squirt of cum push out and fill around me inside her. Oh, 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 H. She screamed, her cries echoing off the walls as her body jerked and twitched in yet another climax. Oh shit, oh shit. She screamed, reaching for a pillow and muffling her own cries as she lay over the back of the sofa, her legs sticking out and her head lying on the sofa cushions, her whole body shuddering and twitching. Oh God. Sweet Lord. She panted, slowly pushing herself up so her feet could touch the ground again. God, I had no idea I could come so many times or so hard. She said, as she reached for the towel she laid on the sofa. She grabbed it and then twisted herself around, gently pushing me back and using the towel to cover her sopping pussy. God, I feel like I have a flood in me. She said with a girlish giggle. I don't know who put more in there, you or me. Well, after today, I don't know that I had all that much more to go. I answered as I shuffled around the sofa again. Damn. She giggled, pulling the towel away and looking at the huge wet spot on it. Well, it was good. I said, pulling my pants up to my thighs. Wait. She said, running around the end of the sofa like a giddy little girl. Don't put that away yet. What do you want more? I asked in surprise. No, silly. I want to clean you off again. She said as she reached for the wet cloth lying on the sofa. She knelt down and gently washed and dried me one more time before giving me several gentle kisses as she pulled my pants up and finally covered my limp cock. I hope it gets to visit again soon. She said quietly, reaching for her robe before standing up. Be right back. She added before disappearing down the hall. She came back a few minutes later wearing a normal robe, flashing it open for me to see she was still naked under it. So you never did answer my question. I said as I sat back down next to her while she stopped the DVD and turned off the TV. What do I do about Tina? Well, I really don't know what might have changed. Hell, I don't know what's come over me. This is the most normal I've felt in almost a week. I mean, I've been walking around thinking about flashing good-looking guys all over town. I haven't, thank God, but I've sure thought about it. Hell, you making me come so many times seems to have taken that out of me for now, at least. So I'm just supposed to ignore it? I mean, she's a really good worker, and she's been trying hard to learn more. It's just that I can't have her doing that kind of thing in the studio. But it's okay for her to do it elsewhere? I didn't ever hear you say that you didn't like the fact that she seduced you, only that she did it in public. Well, she is married and I don't want any trouble. I replied. But she is sexy. Well, just like us. You're both adults. It's up to her what she tells her husband. But if she instigated it, why fight it? Hell, especially the way you fuck. God, I don't understand why none of your girlfriends haven't taken you off the market. Your cock feels absolutely incredible inside me. What about Jack? Oh, sweetie, Jack doesn't hold a candle to what you do. She answered. That wasn't what I meant. I said, blushing a little. You mean what am I going to tell him? Nothing. Not a thing. This is between us, and it will stay with us. Okay? Okay. I answered a bit guiltily. I just feel like I'm betraying him a bit. Wanna know a secret? You remember Ginny? Well, two years ago I found out they had been secretly meeting every couple months for a little tryst. 
I guess if he can fuck my best friend and keep it secret from me he doesn't have much room to complain if I do. All right? I suppose. I guess I'd better go before he gets home. You don't have to. I mean there's still time for one more go around if you want. She said, stroking my face with her fingers. No. I don't want to push my luck. I answered as I got up. Okay. She said, standing up and wrapping her arms around my neck. She pulled my face to hers and kissed me gently. You know. I think we would have made a great couple if we had stayed together. I think so too. I whispered back. She let go and followed me to the door, giving me one more kiss before I headed out. Chapter 06 I really can't explain why, but after a good night's sleep, I felt a lot better. I made a quick stop on the way to work to check the progress at the house, and after spending a few minutes with Sunny, I headed into the office. Tina was already there by the time I arrived, sitting at her desk working away on financial reports. Morning, Tina, I said brightly, determined not to let the previous day's antics affect things too much. Morning, Mr. Jacobs, she answered back formally. Mr. Jacobs? You haven't called me that since the first interview. Turn around and talk to me. I said, sitting in my chair after hanging my coat on the rack by my desk. Tina turned around, looking long and hard at me before saying anything. I'm sorry, Scott. I'm really not sure what got into me yesterday. I just started taking pictures and the more I took the more I wanted to show off. Eventually all I could think of was having sex with you. She said quietly. I really need this job. Please don't fire me. I'm not going to fire you. I said with a sigh. You're not the first woman to do that to me in the last week. Let's just let it go and like you said yesterday. I won't tell if you don't. Thank you. She said with relief in her voice and a huge smile coming to her face. I was really worried. Well, don't be. Now. I usually try to take most of Friday off when I have to shoot a wedding over the weekend. The day starts early tomorrow, and I might not get done until well after midnight, depending on the reception. I told her. Can you hold down the fort today? Sure I can. I was going to ask. Do you mind if I tag along to see what you do on one of these? I mean you don't have to pay me overtime or anything, but I'd like the chance to learn more. Training my own competition, huh? I asked with a laugh. Yeah. Meet me here around 11 tomorrow. I said as I got up. And now that we have that straightened out I have some chores to do around the house. Okay. Enjoy the day off. She said brightly as I got up to leave. I pulled up in front of the shop just before 11 the next morning. I could see the shop lights already turned on. When I walked in I found Tina waiting, wearing a trim grainy length skirt, white silk blouse and matching gray jacket. She had three bags of camera gear sitting on the counter, packed and ready to go, along with two good tripods. Morning she said brightly, her face a huge smile. Morning. Looks like you packed everything. What do you have in there? I asked, looking in the camera bags. I have both of your Hasselblads, all the portrait lenses, your power flash system, seven fresh memory cards, your iPad, and my Nikon. Excellent. We still need that Sony point and shoot, and why don't you take that new Canon instead of the Nikon? It has a better flash. Once all the required stuff is shot at the reception you can shoot some candid stuff there. Sound good? Sounds great. She said. Why the point and shoot? Ah. My secret weapon. I give that to the bridesmaids and let them shoot candid shots while they're dressing. That way the bride gets a bunch of really nice shots and doesn't have to worry about having a guy running around while they're half-dressed. Some brides are a bit more bashful and don't like me in there. But others don't care. I had one actually want me to hang around and shoot her while she was showering and everything. That sounds different. Yeah. Pretty much it's up to the bride. I shoot what she wants. I answered her while we zipped closed the bags and got ready to head out. It was a two-hour drive to the lakeside resort where the reception was to be held and Tina and I used it to just get to know a bit more about each other. It had turned out to be an interesting conversation, though we both danced around the tryst of earlier in the week. I pulled into the resort and stopped near the office. Tina followed me in when we went to register. Scott Jacobs. I have a reservation. Yes, Mr. Jacobs. The pretty young lady behind the counter said as she clicked away on the computer. Here you are. I show a reservation for you with a standard double queen room in the East Tower. Excellent. I also will need another room for my assistant. I told her. I saw her face furrow and not even look down at the computer. I'm sorry, sir. We're already overbooked. We have a conference starting today and every room we have is booked. 
In fact, because you were a single reservation they upgraded you to a king's suite. Oh. I see. I said turning to look at Tina. No problem. I'm sure we can get by with a single room. Tina said, smiling. It was a last minute change, and beggars can't be choosers. Well, if you want, we can bring up a rollaway bed dot. The young lady added hopefully. That won't be necessary. I'm sure we'll be fine. I told her as I pulled out my credit card. Very well. Here are your room keys. Your room has already been paid for by the wedding party as part of the package. She said as she handed over a small envelope with the two plastic keys. Thank you. I said, taking them. Your room is on the first floor, around the east wing. If you go in the far door here. She said pointing to the map she was holding out. Your room opens onto the pool deck. Enjoy your stay with us. Thank you. I said, taking the map and heading for the door with Tina close behind. I figured that given what we've already done, sharing a bed shouldn't be too much of a problem. Tina said as she climbed into the car. Guess not. I answered as I dropped the car in gear to head around the far end of the building. It only took us a few minutes to locate the entrance and park the car. We carried the camera gear as well as our two small suitcases across the indoor pool deck to the door that matched the number on the keycard envelope. I flicked the card in the lock and then pushed the door open before reaching for the light switch. I was almost shocked with the size of the room. Not only did we have a suite, it was quite obvious that it was one of the nicer ones, complete with a hot tub and a glassed in deck area off the bedroom area. This is pretty swank, Tina said, bouncing gently on the bed. I bet a couple could have a pretty good time in here, Dot. She added with a wink. Yep. Too bad we have work to do. I said as I set down the bags on the bed and quickly started sorting through what I needed to take. With my gear ready, I called the bride to find out what room they were in and headed that way with Tina close behind. I knocked on the door to room 340 and a quite voluptuous woman with long auburn hair answered the door wearing jeans and a t-shirt. If I had to guess I suspected that she was one of the bridesmaids, probably around 30, or maybe a slight bit older. Hi. Scott Jacobs. I said, holding out my hand. Good afternoon. I'm Amanda Dawson, the mother of the bride. She said, taking my hand. I stood for a second, feeling like my mouth was hanging open, before I collected my thoughts. There was just no way in my mind that I would have put her old enough to be the mother of the bride. I met the bride and groom already and knew they were both in their low twenties, which would make the woman in front of me at least forties. You know, I think that's the nicest compliment a woman can receive, she said with a laugh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Scott, can I call you Scott? Scott, when a woman my age makes a good-looking young man stand speechless, there isn't a better compliment in the world. So, why don't you come in and meet the rest of the party? Yes, ma'am. I answered, still getting things in my head settled. Not ma'am. Please. Call me Amanda. Okay, Amanda. I answered. This is my assistant Tina. She's new to the business, and will be helping and learning at the same time. I said. Now I'll do as many formal pictures of the bride and bridesmaids getting ready as I can, but when you ladies feel uncomfortable with me here, let me know and I'll step out and leave you with a point and shoot to continue with whatever pictures you want. Once everyone is dressed I'll shoot a few more in here with you all dressed. Sound good? Sounds fine to me. You seem to have done this a few times. Amanda said. Quite a few, yes. I answered as I got out my Hasselblad and fitted a wide-angle lens. Tina watched and generally hung close, watching what I shot and how as the ladies did makeup and played various pranks on each other. After a while I let Tina get out the cannon and shoot some herself, watching what she was doing and making sure that she was getting what I wanted before I headed off to the groomsmen's room to take some shots with them. When I got back to the bridesmaid's room I was almost surprised they let me in, since they were all in various states of undress, including the bride, who was completely naked. Hey look, we have a man in the room, the bride said with a laugh. Maybe I should have one last trip down Orgasm Lane before I tie the knot. There was considerable cheering and encouragement, but in the end she backed off and settled for just teasing me with her body a little bit. You know, just because she shouldn't, doesn't mean I can't. Amanda said quietly from behind me, her hands slipping around my body and slowly stroking up and down my chest, each stroke reaching farther and farther down toward my growing hard on. What about Mr. Dawson? I asked, feeling her breasts pressing against my back. Well, there isn't a Mr. Dawson any longer. At least not in any way that would give him rights to any parts of my body any longer. She kissed the back of my neck. Well, as tempting as that sounds, right now I'm supposed to be working. I answered quietly. 
Well, you won't be working all night, will you? She asked huskily. Um, no, not all night. Good. In that case, we'll just save this for later. She cooed as her hand wormed its way down my pants and grabbed my cock. And yeah, this will definitely be fun later. I haven't had a good cock in me in months. Mom, stop seducing the photographer. The bride said with a giggle. Unless you're planning on sharing at least. No, I think I'll keep this one for myself. Amanda answered with a laugh as she pulled her hand from my pants. She stepped around me and walked toward the connecting room, letting me see that she was now, completely naked, the robe she had been wearing laying on the floor behind me. Well, you certainly seem to have taken her fancy. Tina whispered. Yeah, it seems that way. I answered as I got back to work photographing the bride dressing, pulling on white silk stockings, then a tiny thong panty that was white satin with a little saying embroidered on it. Finally her bridesmaids, most of them still clad in only panties, helped her into a white bustier that covered her breasts and rock-hard nipples and buttoned up the back with about a hundred little buttons. Finally they helped her step into her dress, working it up her body until they could button it up the back as well. With the bride dressed, the four bridesmaids donned their green satin gowns, those with bigger chests wearing strapless bras before sliding the dresses up. Amanda stepped back into the room wearing a stunning floor-length green satin gown that made her stunning green eyes all the brighter, and her curves, well. The skirt extended from the floor up to just below her breast, with a slit up the front that went to about mid-thigh. Her huge breasts were contained in a green sequin-covered, not sure what to call it, strapless bra, that tied in the middle of her back. The space between the tie and the curve of her round tush was bare as well, leaving a significant amount of skin bare, and leaving me with a desire to pull the bow that held the top in place. What do you think? Amanda asked me directly. I have to admit, you are quite stunning. I told her. Good. Would you be so kind as to help me with my necklace then? She asked, walking toward me, the dress swaying sensually as she swung her hips. She held out a necklace of diamonds that, when I put it around her neck, lay on her chest in a V-shape, the tip almost disappearing between her two huge round breasts. She leaned closer to me and held her hair aside so I could reach around her neck and fasten the tiny clasp that held the necklace. As I worked on the clasp I could feel one of her hands gently teasing my still hard cock through my pants. I was definitely glad that my dockers were loose enough that it wouldn't show horribly as I took pictures downstairs. Fortunately for me the ceremony was growing close, and I was able to beat a hasty retreat to get ready to take the pictures downstairs. Tina teased me as the elevator went all the way down. Fortunately the only unexpected occurrence during the ceremony was Amanda walking her daughter down the aisle. I don't know who got more looks, but both women looked incredibly beautiful and sensual in their gowns. Thankfully I was so busy taking pictures for the next several hours that I didn't have much time to consider the pass Amanda made at me earlier. With all the formal pictures done and the reception in full swing, I got to finally get something to eat. I sat down with a plate of food with Tina and soon had Amanda slip into the chair next to mine, leaning her body sideways and her head on her hand to stare at me. You know. You never did tell me when you were coming to my room tonight. She whispered, sliding her hand into my lap and playing with my cock, causing it to quickly grow. I mean I'm sure you won't need your assistant all night, but if you really want to include her, well I'm game as long as I get first dibs on this cock. I choked on my food and had to take a drink to recover. I'm sorry. I answered when I could talk again. I don't think that thought ever crossed my mind. Well, maybe it should. I'm sure you're more than enough for both of us, and well, she's a good-looking woman. I wouldn't mind undoing that blouse and seeing if those breasts feel as good as they look. Amanda said just loud enough for Tina to hear. I looked at Tina's surprised face, clearly not expecting that. Well, I still have a lot of work to do. We have all the dances and such to do yet, and after that it'll be pretty late. I said, trying to find a way out that wouldn't hurt her feelings. She reached for my hand and slowly pulled it down under the table guiding it along her thigh and up into the slit in her dress, not stopping until my fingers were pressed against her damp panties. Well, just think about it. I know I'm all wet thinking about it. She whispered in my ear, blowing gently in it, and then nibbling on my earlobe. Just think about putting that fat hard cock into my hot wet pussy. And I'm all squishy inside just thinking about having you slide that cock in and out of me. I can tell. I said as I slowly pulled my hand back. Just think about it. She whispered again before getting up and walking away, her hips swaying. Well. I said to Tina as I watched her go. Yeah, you can say that again. She agreed. I better get back to work. Looks like it's time for the toasts. I said. What do you want me to do? Tina asked. Well, 
For now, relax. It gets real hard to get some of these picks without getting in the way of the guest's view, so if you don't mind, I'll work these alone for now. After we do all the required ones, why don't you just filter around and take some candid shots of the reception for the filler shots? Sounds okay to me. My feet are a bit tired anyway, she said with a smile. I never knew how much effort it took. You're kind of like the Energizer Bunny. You just keep going and going and going. She laughed. Yeah, it does take some getting used to. Relax a while, and I'll be back. I said as I got up. I spent the next almost two hours shooting the cake cutting, toasts, customary dances, and the like. By the time they had finished with all the planned stuff it was already past ten. Okay, Tina. Feel free to take anything you want, Dot. I said as I dropped into my seat, the DJ putting on a fast-paced song. All right. She said eagerly, picking up the EOS and heading out into the quickly thinning crowd. Well, stud. You look like you could use a break. I heard Amanda say as she slipped lightly into the seat next to mine. I am getting a bit tired. Well, hope you're not too tired to dance with me at least once. She said, running her finger up and down my arm. There isn't anyone here you want to dance with? You mean besides you? No. Most of them are my daughter's friends. They're a bit too young for me. The one young man I tried to dance with seemed to be so fascinated with my tits that I don't think he ever looked at my face. Well, they are a bit prominent. I joked. Oh, not that bad. Only a 40 double E. Would you like to see them? She asked with a wink. Or maybe slip off my room and play with them? I have really sensitive nipples and if you play with them just right you can make me climax just like that. I have to admit it's a very tempting offer, but I really should stay here in case Tina needs me. Well, in that case, how about dancing with me? She asked, pulling on my hand and standing up as the DJ started the next song, a slow tune that just dripped soft and sensual. You're not going to let me say no, are you? Uh, she said, continuing to pull me. Okay. Let me put this up, though. I said, picking up my camera bag. I carried it toward the DJ and set it behind his table, getting a nod from him that he recognized I had tucked it there. With a sigh I walked onto the floor with Amanda and let her wrap her arms around my neck. I held her hips while we swayed to the music, my eye catching Tina moving through the couples moving about the floor, snapping away. I had to admit that Amanda has some really fantastic tits, and between them pressing to my chest and her hips constantly banging into mine as she tried to rub herself against my hardening cock I was getting seriously turned on, so much so that I didn't object at all when she started undoing my tie. She pulled it off and hung it around her own neck before she undid several buttons of my shirt. To my surprise the next several songs that the DJ played ran to the softer side, with none of the jump and bounce at most, younger, receptions. That did change though some kind of a line dance number which I was never very good at. I did my best, Amanda trying to show me the moves, holding her dress halfway up her legs to allow them to move without restricting her motions. As the lateness of the evening grew and the crowd thinned further I found myself dancing constantly with Amanda and giving serious thought to slipping off to her room with her. Most of our dances had turned into vertical seduction sessions with each of us letting our bodies grind into all the right places and our hands wander around. For most of the last number we had danced with her ass grinding against my cock and one of my hands cupping her breasts while the other was up under the open front slit of the dress, caressing her pussy through the tiny satin panties she had on. I didn't feel particularly self-conscious for some reason, but then it was pretty obvious we weren't the only ones. As I looked around the remainder of the guests it was obvious that they were mostly paired up doing the same thing. Those who weren't dancing were sitting at tables, playing, in various ways, some more obvious than others. One table off in the corner had one of the bridesmaids laying on it, her dress pulled up around her waist and another young lady sitting in a chair with her head buried between the bridesmaid's legs. As the current bump and grind song ended I was preparing to ask Amanda if she wanted to sneak off to her room. But paused when I saw the bride headed up to the DJ's stand and pick up the mic he used earlier in the evening to announce dances. Okay folks. This is my wedding reception, right? The bride said over the PA. She was met with a surprising amount of cheering and clapping from the guests left before she continued. Well, I'm trying to dance with my husband and it's uncomfortable and difficult in this dress. So I'm starting a new tradition in wedding receptions. The next dance will be known as the underwear dance. Yep, that's right. The underwear dance. Ladies, gentlemen, wedding party. Let's lose the dresses and tuxes. From now on, if you're gonna dance, it's gonna be in your underwear. She shouted. She turned to the DJ and spoke softly to him for several seconds before he put on something that reminded me of a strip club number. I stood there stunned as she turned around and let her husband unbutton the back of her dress and then stepped out of it.
She kicked her heels off and then turned to her new husband and helped him shuck his tucks until he was down to his skivvies and socks, her standing in her white bustier, stockings and tiny thong panty before the song had ended. I was so busy watching her that I barely even realized that most of the wedding party that still remained on the dance floor, and their significant others, were following suit. The bridesmaids that weren't wearing bras under their dresses were bare-chested, except for one who had slipped on her boyfriend's t-shirt. Well, Scott, you gonna do the honors? Amanda asked, expectantly. Huh? You going to take my dress off for me? You've been practically drooling stripping me each dance all night anyway. Why not finish the job? You know that I'm not wearing anything but panties and stockings under here anyway. She said as she slowly started unbuttoning the front of my shirt farther. Well, I was about to ask you if you wanted to go off to your room and let me do that. So why not here? I'm not bashful, are you? She asked with a devilish little smile. Well, to be honest, as turned on as I am, I doubt that my briefs are coving a whole lot right now. I whispered to her as I leaned my head closer to her. And now that sounds positively tantalizing. You take mine off and I'll take yours off and then we'll talk about whose room we are going to. Just then that sounded about right. I reached both hands behind her and tugged on the bow that held the top of her dress in place. It only took a moment for me to free the two ends of the material and allow the band that made the top of the dress drop free from her spectacular tits. Wow. I breathed as I reached for her hips and slowly inched the dress down over them, letting go when it appeared free so that it could slide the rest of the way down on its own. Melon-sized was the first thing that came to mind when I looked at her now naked breasts. Each huge globe would easily take both hands to enclose, and maybe even then not get all of it covered. Her nipples were nearly as round as my pinky and stuck out about as far. Her areola, however, were, well, huge. I reached up and grasped her breasts, allowing her nipples to stick between my fingers, two on either side. A portion of her dark brown areola was still easily visible on either side of my fingers. Damn. I said to myself as I squeezed her tit and nipples together. And that feels wonderful. I told you my nipples were sensitive. She moaned softly as she pushed my shirt off my shoulders. She tipped her head back and shook it, the motion gathering her long auburn hair so it hung down her back. I felt her fingers pull my belt loose and go to work on the zipper, sliding it down, while the other hand held my pants up. She leaned toward, sliding her face toward mine and gently whispering in my ear. Don't go away. I'll be back up in a minute. I felt her turn her head and kiss my face, her kisses quickly working down my neck to my chest. I could no longer hold her tits as she lowered herself down, kissing her way down my chest and stomach as she slid my pants down my legs. Oh. I groaned as her kisses finally reached my cock, which was mostly exposed above my black bikini briefs. And now that's a cock. She murmured. Her lips began kissing the length of my cock, her hands untying my shoes and pulling them off. She looked down and tugged my pants off my legs before turning her attention back to my exposed cock. I looked around self-consciously as her hand pulled the front of my underwear down the rest of the way and her lips engulfed my mushroom head. I was kind of surprised to see that most of the rest of the wedding party was in various stages of undress, the maid of honor even tossing her bra off while her boyfriend, on his knees in front of her, kissed and licked her pussy. I'd been to a lot of weddings and seen a lot of unusual things at receptions, but this, held this was the craziest thing I had ever seen, let alone participated in. A female cry of, Fuck yes! Drew my attention. One of the bridesmaids was sitting on the edge of the DJ's table, the short blonde hair of another young woman's head between her uplifted legs, the DJ standing close by, his cock in his hand, as he watched. Oh damn. I groaned. My attention was brought back to Amanda as she stroked the length of my cock with her hand and hot wet lips. She grinned up at me as she pulled her face from my cock and stood up, stepping against me and pressing her firm tits into my chest. Now how about we dance? She asked as she lifted one leg to push my rock-hard cock down so it pressed between her pussy lips, her panties around her thighs helping to push it up into her wet lips. I think we should just find our way to my room. I whispered. Why not mine? Mine's closer. Only across the square. I answered. Em, sounds wonderful. She cooed. Let me grab my camera gear and my pants. I said, pulling away, my cock glistening with her juices. By the time I had my pants picked up and my bag of camera gear, she was standing in nothing but her stockings, one hand sliding between her wet lips while she waited. Come on. I said, taking her hand and leading her toward the door of the hall. I opened it and peeked outside, finding the square, with the pool in the middle, deserted. I wasn't completely surprised, since it was nearly one in the morning. We padded across the square, 
my cock bouncing from side to side as we walked and her tits bouncing tantalizingly. I set my bag down at the door to my room and dug in my pants pocket for the key. I swiped the plastic card through the lock and pushed the door open. You have a hot tub. Amanda cried with a girlish giggle as soon as she stepped into the room. Yeah. Oh, come on, she said, taking the bag of camera gear from my hand and dropping it next to the bed. She grabbed both hands and pulled me toward the small glassed-in area that housed the hot tub. She pulled me through the door and stepped backwards into the hot tub, pulling me along. I stepped carefully down into the tub as she searched for and found the controls. Almost immediately the hot water began to swirl and bubble around us. With her eyes smoldering with desire, she stepped back toward me and pushed my underwear down. I felt her slip my socks off and toss all three pieces of soaked cloth aside. Now come down here, she said huskily, pulling me down into the water with her until I was practically laying on top of her under the water. I felt her hand search for my cock and then aim it for her pussy as she lifted and wrapped her legs around my bare ass. Yes, yes, that's it. Oh God, yes. She cooed as she pulled me down farther, driving my cock into her pussy. I felt myself sink into her and began slowly pumping in and out of her sopping pussy, the bubbles tickling my balls and probably her pussy too. She reached her hands to my face and held it while she kissed me urgently and wetly, her mouth attacking mine, kissing, sucking and licking my lips and tongue. Oh H God, fuck me harder. She begged between kisses. Uh Uh-huh. I grunted back as I started pumping into her as fast as the water would allow me. It wasn't long before we had water splashing and slopping over the edge of the tub from the waves we were making. Oh shit! I'm going to come! Amanda squealed as her whole body shook, her legs trembling and spasming around my waist as I pumped my cock into her. Oh god yes! I grunted as I plunged into her, knowing that I was getting very close myself. Oh shit, oh shit! She squeaked again as her body jerked uncontrollably with her climax. Ah! I cried as I drove into her one last time, my cock swelling and emptying shot after shot of cum into her as my own body twitched and jerked with each new flood of juices emptied into her. Slowly we both relaxed, and she released her grip on both my neck and waist, allowing me to roll over and sit next to her in the water. She floated herself up and positioned herself on my lap, her arms around my neck and her tits just at water level so the bubbles tickled her nipples. Oh god that was good. I hope you have more of that in you yet tonight. She whispered. Once was definitely not enough. Well, this is an interesting scene. I wondered where you two had gotten off to. Tina said from the door of the hot tub room. Oh, did I miss something? Amanda asked. You and your assistant, I should have guessed. She teased. It's not like that. It was just the last room, so we decided to share it. I answered a bit more defensively than I intended. I see. Well, if you're sharing the room, why don't you share the tub too? I don't mind if you don't. Amanda said to Tina. I don't mind either. Tina answered as she backed up into the main room and started stripping her clothes off, allowing us to watch as each item was tossed aside. Finally naked she stepped into the tub and sunk down into the water. And this is delightfully hot. She murmured. So, have you and Scott fucked yet? Amanda asked directly. Once. Tina answered. Oh. You, of course, want to do it again. Oh, yes. Tina answered her emphatically. Well, come on over here. How about we share him for a while? With pleasure. Tina said as she floated over toward us. You know. His cock isn't quite ready to go again. Maybe you should see if he likes to lick pussy. Do you, Scott, honey? Do you enjoy the taste of wet pussy? Amanda asked huskily. Actually, I very much enjoy the taste of pussy. I answered. Well, have at it then, Amanda said, sliding off my lap while Tina climbed up on the edge of the tub. I pushed off the side and floated over to where her bare ass was sitting on the edge and gently kissed my way up one of her thighs. Oh, God, I'm horny, Tina moaned as I licked slowly up her wet slit, tasting more chlorine than anything. Again and again I licked, slowly replacing the wetness of the hot tub with the wetness of her pussy and its tangy sweet taste. I felt her pull my head to her pussy as I licked up her slit time after time, each stroke of my tongue teasing her exposed clit. Oh, fuck yes. She moaned loudly. I felt a hand on my back and looked up to see Amanda leaning over Tina, who was now leaning back on both hands, Amanda energetically sucking one of her nipples. Oh God. He licks a fucking good dot. Tina moaned loudly. He fucks good too. Amanda said. Oh God, yes. He fucks really, really good. I love feeling his hot cock filling me up. Oh yeah? That does feel good.
Amanda agreed in a whisper. I pulled my face from her pussy and climbed up until my again hard cock was sticking out at Tina's pussy. I leaned toward her, pressing my head between her lips and then, accompanied by a long slow groan from her, pushed deep into her. That's it. Fuck me. Tina gasped. I want it. Fuck me hard. I started pumping into her with abandon, my hard cock sliding into her with a squishing sound, punctuated at the end of each stroke by my hips slapping against her thighs and ass. That's it. Fuck her hard dot. Amanda whispered into my ear, licking at my earlobe and reaching for my ass, squeezing it in time with my strokes. Pump that hard cock into her and make her come make her scream with pleasure. Oh, it's shit. Oh, shit. Tina cried as I pounded her, her climax growing by the moment. Oh, 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 s-h-i-t, God. She squeaked as she climaxed around my cock, her pussy convulsing and squeezing my shaft while she sat, her whole body stiff and trembling gently. And look at that. See how your fat hard cock made her come? I want you to make me come like that again. Fuck me until I come again. Amanda moaned into my ear. Okay. I answered, pulling my cock from Tina and turning to face Amanda. She stood in front of me, the water just below my balls and her pussy, lifting one stocking-covered leg to rest it on the edge of the tub. I stepped toward her, rubbing my head between her lips and then easing up into her as she grabbed around my neck for balance. Oh fuck you're so big. God damn what a cock. She gasped as I slid in and out of her pussy. God oh god. She moaned as I drove up into her, her tits rubbing against my chest and her clit banging into the base of my cock with each stroke. God what a cock. I can't believe how full I am. Oh ha fuck yes. That's it baby. Fuck me. Make me come. Oh god. Oh shit. Here it comes again. Oh damn oh damn oh damn. She squealed as her orgasm hit her her legs trembling so hard she could barely stand. I gently lifted her off the bottom of the tub by grabbing under her firm ass, her legs wrapping around me as I stepped over to the edge of the tub. I set her down and disengaged her arms from around my neck. I let her lean back on her hands and then lean my head down to her tits, sucking one of her nipples into my mouth. Oh, God. She squealed as I sucked it, flicking it with my tongue inside my mouth. She lifted her legs up and rested her heels on my hips while I started sliding in and out of her pussy again, driving my cock its full length in and out of her spasming pussy, my sudden attentions to her nipple renewing her orgasm. Jesus fucking A. She moaned as I slid in and out, my mouth attacking her nipple. I felt a hand on my ass and let go long enough to look at Tina, who was now kneeling in the water next to me. Her hand slipped inside my thigh and teased my balls as she moved her face toward Amanda's tits. I watched her mouth close around one nipple while her fingers teased my balls and along the crack of my ass as I stroked in and out of Amanda. Oh God. Yes. Oh shit. Amanda moaned loudly as I continued to pump into her. God come up here. Please. She begged, reaching for my arms and trying to get me out of the water. I pulled out of her pussy and climbed up on the deck as she got to her knees. Come lay down. She coaxed. Not here. On the bed. Tina said, as she climbed out of the water. The two women pulled me to the king-sized bed and lay me across the end of it with my head almost hanging off one side. Amanda climbed onto the bed on her hands and knees and quickly straddled me. I felt her pussy close around my cock as she sunk down on it, my view blocked by Tina, who was standing next to the bed one leg on either side of my head as she faced Amanda. God eat me again. Tina begged, lowering her pussy to my lips that I reached my tongue out and licked up her slit, flicking across her clit and bringing a soft moan from her lips. Oh God, yes. She moaned as I stroked yet again along her slit. All the while Amanda slowly rode up and down my cock. Oh God, this is good. I heard Amanda groan. So big, so full. Uh Uh-huh. Tina groaned. I slid my hands up Tina's body to her tits and pulled and teased her nipples while I ate her pussy. Each lick seemed to draw more and more juice from her, soon coating my whole face and dripping down my chin and running around my neck. Oh God. I'm going to come again. She moaned. Oh God, here it comes. She moaned even more. My hands felt tremors start to run through her body. Her pussy gushed over my face, soaking me and making it hard to breath for several seconds. I was amazed at how much gushed from her, leaving a puddle on the floor that was not from the hot tub water. Oh fuck yes. God, he is going to make me come again. Amanda called to Tina when her body stopped shaking. Yeah. Ride him. Tina said, stepping away from my head and climbing on to the BD. I watched as she lowered her head to Amanda's left tit and began to suck and lick the nipple, one hand cupping and squeezing her tit. Oh yeah? 
God do that more, oh fuck. Amanda squealed as her body started to shake and tremble. God that did it. She squealed as her whole body jerked and spasmed, her pussy clamping around my cock. I waited for her to come down from her orgasm, her chest heaving as she tried to catch her breath. I can't believe you haven't come again. Amanda panted. Yeah. He stays hard forever, doesn't he? Tina asked with a grin. Tell you what. Let's let him pick his finish. How? Amanda asked. Here. Climb off. Good now, you get up, Scott. Tina instructed. It only took a few moments for Tina to lay on the bed, her ass at the end and coax Amanda to straddle her, their tits pushed together, and their pussies now inches apart. I stepped around and aimed my cock at Tina's pussy on the bottom, taking a few long strokes before pulling out and stuffing it back into Amanda. Oh goddamn. I mumbled as started pounding into her, driving my cock hard into her pussy for several minutes before abruptly pulling out and stuffing it back into Tina. Oh god yes. I groaned as I felt my cock push all the way to the end of her tunnel. That's it baby. Fuck us. Fill us with your hot cum. Amanda said, her words muffled somewhat. I looked around at them and saw Tina and Amanda kissing hotly, their hands rubbing each other tits where they could, their nipples pressed together. Oh fuck. I groaned as I started plunging into Tina with abandon, my hips slapping her ass and my stomach slapping into Amanda's ass and pussy. I could hear them both moaning as the motion massaged their tits together, the sensations driving Amanda back toward climax and my cock driving Tina crazy. Oh shit! I cried, feeling my orgasm almost upon me. Ah! Amanda screamed suddenly, her pussy gushing juices out and splattering all over me. Fuck! I hollered, my cock surging and pumping a huge shot of hot cum into Tina's pussy. Again and again I jerked, adding more to what was already filling her. After what seemed like an hour, my softening cock slipped from her, unleashing a flood of cum that dripped onto the end of the bed. Damn. I muttered as Amanda crawled off of Tina and collapsed onto the bed. I climbed up as well, totally exhausted, curling up against Amanda and feeling Tina crawl up and snuggle against my back. In no time the three of us were all asleep. I woke up still snuggled between the two women. My arm was wrapped around Amanda, cupping one of her tits and Tina had her hand between us, my semi-hard cock in her hand. My head felt fuzzy, like I had a hangover, but I know I hadn't had anything to drink. I lay there, trying to replay in my mind the events of the previous night, much of it a blur. Parts that I did remember caused me to wonder if I really did some of the things my mind was telling me I had done, like undress Amanda in the middle of the dance floor. Part of me said that all had to be made up. Morning lover. Tina whispered sleepily. Hi. I whispered back. And I wouldn't mind waking up this way every day. She said, snuggling tighter to me and giving my cock a squeeze. Me either. Amanda said with a yawn. Anyone know what time it is? Clock says just past eight. Tina answered. Man, what did I drink? Amanda asked. I don't know, but I think everyone must have had some. I answered. That was crazy last night. Oh, crazy yes, bad no. Unless you consider undressing in public bad. Amanda whispered. Did we really do that? I asked. Amanda laughed. Leave it to my daughter to start something like that. Well, you weren't really being too bashful even before the reception. Why should I be? I used to be a model. I'm used to strange men seeing me naked or nearly so, she said with a chuckle. But the look on your face in a room full of naked or half-naked girls was priceless. You looked like you didn't know if you should run or pull out your heart on. I would have voted for the pull out your heart on, but that's just me. Jeez. My head feels fuzzy. How many times did we, you know? I said to no one in particular. Oh, I lost count how many times you made me come. And Tina, good lord. Between the two of us I don't know how you did it so much. Me either. I groaned. I need a shower. Tina said, releasing my cock to roll over. Oh God. My pussy feels raw. I can't remember the last time it had so much attention. And mine feels abso fucking lootly wonderful. I haven't had a really good fuck in a couple years, so even though it's a bit sore, I'm loving it. Amanda said as she scooted over to face me. So how about it? Do I get a good morning fuck? Hell, I feel worn out. You sure you still want more? I mean I'm a perfect stranger. Sweetie, you'll never be a perfect stranger again. Not after last night. Amanda cooed, swinging one leg over mine and reaching between us to play with my cock. Well, I'm going to take a shower. Tina said, retreating toward the bathroom, the redness of her face clear in the light filtering in through the curtain. 
I think we embarrass her. Amanda whispered. Yeah. Me too. I answered. You're embarrassed? I haven't ever been naked in front of two women before, let alone have sex with and in front of another woman. Oh well, maybe we just need to expand your horizons. You did a fine job of taking care of both of us. She said as she rubbed my head against her pussy lips. Expand my horizons or your pussy? I asked as she slowly rolled herself over me, making sure that my cock slipped inside her pussy as she adjusted her legs on the outside of mine. Oh, you can expand my pussy anytime you want. She moaned softly, gathering her legs up under her so she could support her weight on her knees. She began to slowly rock back and forth, dipping her tits toward my face and back again as she stroked herself up and down my shaft. Oh, God, yes. You have no idea how full you make me feel. I see. I answered, reaching up and cupping her tits and guiding each nipple alternately toward my lips as she rocked. You keep doing that and I'm going to explode before you even get a chance to have fun. She moaned. Oh God, I love the way you lick my nipples too. I can feel tingles running from my pussy to my tits and back again. Oh damn. Uh, well, you're doing pretty good job. I groaned as she bounced harder on my shaft. Oh shit. She squealed as her climax suddenly hit her. I watched her face scrunch up as her body trembled, little tremors running up and down her whole body as she sat on my cock, her pussy clenching and unclenching around my shaft. Oh God, that felt good. She finally panted, pushing herself up to sit upright on my cock. Wanna finish this in the shower? Well, we definitely need one. I answered as she slowly lifted herself off my cock and sat down on my thighs. God, I don't know if my pussy can handle more, to be honest. I just hate to let this hard cock go to waste. She said as she slowly eased back down my legs, lowering her chest toward my hard on and teasing my head with one of her nipples. You wanna finish this off between my tits? She asked quietly, lowering herself even lower and using her arms to squeeze her tits around my cock. Just slide it up and down between my tits until you shoot your hot juicy cum all over? Em. I answered, trying to lift my hips. Let me roll over and give you the top then. She said, pushing herself up again. She climbed off of me and lay on the bed next to me, pulling my hand to roll me on top of her. Now. Why don't you have fun with these? You spent enough time yesterday looking at them. My pleasure. I said as I eased myself up her body on my hands and knees, her hands stroking my cock and coaxing it toward her big tits. That's it. Right there. And that does look yummy she said as my head started to appear and disappear between her breasts, her tongue trying to lick the head each time it showed itself. That's it. Stoke it. Oh yeah? God, what a cock you have. So big and hard. God, you felt so good inside me. I want to watch it squirt its hot load all over my chest. She cooed as I pumped in and out of the soft cave she had created with her tits. Oh, it's shit. Soon. I groaned as I stroked, my balls sliding along her firm stomach with each stroke. That's it, baby. Come for me. Squirt that hot juice all over my big round tits. That's what you want, isn't it? To come all over my creamy white tits and hard pink nipples? Hmm, your head feels so sexy sliding between my tits, teasing them. Oh God, it feels good. I'm almost tempted to let you drive that into me one more time. Oh God, yes. She moaned as she coaxed me closer. Oh. She squealed suddenly. Tina. Is that you? Uh-huh. I heard Tina say from behind me with a giggle that I heard a soft humming sound and saw Amanda tilt her head back as she arched her back. Oh God. Wasn't expecting that. She gasped as Tina giggled, my cock still stroking between her tits. God, yes. Oh. Scott! Come on my tits! I want to feel you come on my tits! Oh shit! I don't know how much of this I can take! Her whole body started to tremble and shake under me as whatever Tina was doing sent her into another massive orgasm. H-H-H-H-H-H God yes! Amanda squealed as she climaxed, her body jerking and shaking beneath me. She continued to hold her tits together as I stroked, my hard cock getting much closer to climax by the second. Your turn! I heard Tina say as the humming turned into a sudden sensation of vibration against my balls. Shit! I grunted as she worked the soft vibrator from my balls closer to my ass, letting the tip tease just into the opening. The sudden change in sensations threw me into an instant climax, my body jerking and cock sending a shot of cum lancing out to land in a long string across Amanda's face and red hair. Again and again I jerked as Tina teased me with the vibrator, my cock dumping shot after shot on Amanda's tits and face until finally there was nothing left to give. That a bit better you two horn dogs. 
Tina asked with a chuckle. Oh God. I groaned as I rolled off Amanda, suddenly feeling drained in more ways than one. Tina climbed onto the bed and lay down next to me, leaning over to give me a soft kiss. That was a thank you for bringing me along. She whispered. You're welcome. I panted as I lay there trying to catch my breath. After a while Amanda got up and used the shower, coming out with a towel wrapped around herself. You know. I don't have a thing to wear, literally. She said with a chuckle. I've woken up in a lot of men's beds over the years, but this is a first. So what are you going to do? I asked. Well, if you don't mind me borrowing a towel for a while, I'll just go to the desk and get another room key. Don't leave before I get to say goodbye, okay? She asked as she padded toward the door. I won't. I promised as I watched her open the door and disappear out of it. Your turn for a shower. Tina coaxed. Yeah. I groaned. Damn, I feel hungover. I said. You shouldn't drink so much then. I didn't drink anything, that's what I can't figure. I said as I walked toward the bathroom. You don't suppose someone drugged my soda, do you? Not unless they did mine too. She called from the main room as I turned on the water. By the time I got out of the hot shower, Tina was dressed in a short gray skirt and a cream-colored blouse with a red scarf knotted around her neck. You know, I really didn't plan for this to happen. She said as I pulled clothes from my bag. But I'm not unhappy it did. I don't know why exactly I'm so sexually attracted to you, but I am. Much more so than when you hired me. Yeah, I understand. I have to admit that I have a huge desire to walk over and undress you again. If nothing else, just to look at your body once more. I can't quite explain it. Well, maybe I should just not wear these then. She said, hiking her skirt up and pulling off a pair of small bikini panties. As far as I'm concerned, you don't ever have to wear any around me. I said as I got ready to pull my own underwear on. Well, fair is fair then. She said, stepping over to me and gently pulling on my underwear until I let go of them. She tucked them back into my suitcase and said, You don't need to ever wear those around me either. I kind of like the idea that I can just slide my hand into your pants and feel that fantastic cock. Well, if that's how you feel. I answered, stepping into my slacks and pulling them up. I wonder if it's a good idea for you to keep working for me. You think I shouldn't? She asked, her brows suddenly furrowed with concern. No, I said I wondered if it was a good idea, you being married and all. No, I don't intend on firing you. Just have to make sure we don't cause other problems. Don't worry. He's getting more than he ever has before. I don't think he's going to complain, and neither am I. Even if I'm, you know, having sex with other women? I wouldn't have it any other way. She said, stepping up in front of me so her breasts pressed against my still bare chest. She pulled one of my hands between her legs and pressed it to her wet pussy. You can fuck as many as you want, one at a time or all at once. Just so long as you save a little for me. She whispered. She leaned her face toward mine and kissed me wetly, a long lingering kiss that was interrupted by a knock on the door. Amanda. Tina said brightly as she opened the door. Wanted to bring back your towel. She said as she stepped in the door, wearing a knee-length flame red dress. She dropped it on the end of the bed and walked straight toward me while I pulled my polo shirt over my head. And you. She said as she wrapped her arms around my neck. I want to thank you for an incredible night. I think I'll come along when my daughter comes to look at her prints. She whispered, rubbing her nose against mine. That will be okay, won't it? Definitely. I answered, feeling the urge to start undressing her right there, but not quite sure why. Good. Till then. Take care. She whispered, giving me a soft sensual kiss. She sighed a long deep sigh before releasing her arms from around my neck and walking toward the door. Bye for now. She said with a little wave. Tina and I finished packing and hauled our stuff to the car. The two-hour drive home was done mostly in silence, Tina sitting with her blouse undone and her tits hanging out above her lacy bra, and her skirt pulled up to show off her pussy. You know. I feel like we should just go someplace and screw the rest of the day away, but that wouldn't be fair. Tina said before she got out of my car, currently parked a few spots down from hers in front of the shop. I think I'll go home and see if my husband is up to a few rounds of sex. I could do with half a dozen more orgasms this afternoon. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. I answered as she climbed out, flipping the back of her skirt up to give me one more look at her ass and bare pussy before she headed for her car and home. Chapter 07 The morning after returning from the wedding reception I still felt hungover, and surprisingly horny given the amount of sex I'd had Saturday night and Sunday morning. To a large extent, much of it felt more like a dream world than reality, 
but at the same time even thinking about either Tina or Amanda's bodies had my cock growing. I was pretty sure that if I went into the shop feeling like this, I was going to end up fucking Tina's brains out, and that was something that I thought I might need to avoid, at least for a day or two. She sounded quite disappointed when I called in and told her that I wasn't going to be in. I could easily work on the shots taken at the wedding from home, and I knew there wasn't anything on the schedule for today. After a quick and chilly trip to the car in just my PJ pants, I hauled my gear into the house and pulled the camera cards from the bags, including the one Tina had shot at the reception with the cannon. I plugged that one into the reader first, interested to see what she had captured. Much of the beginning of the card was pretty normal stuff, people dancing, the DJ working his station, random pictures of the reception room, including an interesting one of the dated disco ball over the dance floor. As the shots progressed I noticed a distinct change in the dancers. While most of the crowd had gone by that time, I was still surprised at how blatant many of the couples were in there, dancing. Several women had their partners' hands up their shirts or dresses, and in exchange seemed to have hands down pants. It wasn't until a series of shots of the bride taking off her dress that things really started to get hot. Before long there were any number of couples half-dressed, and a few completely undressed, on the dance floor. It was pretty obvious that a few were outright fucking on the dance floor as they danced. Between the images of the sexy women being undressed and the memory of Amanda, my cock was standing erect to the point of demanding attention. I was just about to put on a porn video and stroke myself to relief when the doorbell rang. Damn. I muttered to myself as I got up and headed to the front door. I opened the door to find Donna, my next-door neighbor, standing on the stoop with her coat pulled tight around herself. Hi, Scott. She said cheerfully. Hey, Donna. What's up? Well, would you believe I locked myself out again? How did you do that? I asked, rolling my eyes. This was at least the third time in the last month that she had done that, and she had yet to hide a key outside someplace. I just ran out to the mailbox to drop a bill in for the mailman to pick up. When I came back the door had closed behind me. She said with a pained look. I'm really sorry but could you help me out again? The last time she had locked herself out I learned that I could jimmy her bedroom window open and get in that way, saving her from having to get a locksmith to open the door for her. Yeah, sure. Come on in. I said, holding the door open for her. Thanks. It's freezing out there. She said, as she stepped in. Yeah. Well, you got a coat on at least. I said, following her into the living room after closing the door. Not much more than that. She said with a shake of her head. Oh? Running around half-dressed? I asked with a wicked smile. I guess that depends on what half you're talking about she said jokingly. Over the years we had teased each other a bit, verbally, and on a few occasions I had caught her sunning herself topless in her backyard. There were few places for anyone to see into her yard past the tops of the pines that lined the outside of the security fence, but somehow she managed to find just the right spot that allowed me to see her from my bedroom window. I had often wondered, since she came back to the same spot over and over again, if she were picking that particular sunny spot deliberately. She had small breasts with nice little puffy nipples that seemed to become engorged every time she put more tanning lotion on. If she hadn't been married I might have been tempted to do more than just enjoy the view she afforded me. Well, let's see, there's a top half and a bottom half. What other halves are there? Well, I got slippers on, and a hat. Is that half? She asked with a giggle. Donna, if you're naked under that coat I'm going to refuse to get you into your house until you take it off and show me. I joked. Oh, Scott, you wouldn't do that. You're way too nice for that kind of blackmail. She answered with a smile. I see. So you are naked under it? For me to know and you to find out she said, sticking her cute little nose in the air mockingly. Hmm. Well then, I guess you can just hang around here until your husband comes home. I joked, dropping onto the sofa and putting my feet on the coffee table while I looked over at her. She turned around to face me and froze. It took me several seconds to follow her gaze to see what she was staring at, realizing that it was my hard cock which, having slipped out of the fly of my pajama pants, was sticking in the air completely naked. Damn. She whispered as she stared at it. Oh. Sorry. I said quickly, trying to tuck it back into my pants. Don't be sorry on my account she said, taking a small step toward me before stopping again. For a moment I thought she was going to step right over and grab hold of it, but then thought better of the idea. Looks like something has you, um, you know. Horny as hell? I finished for her. It was really against all better judgment. In fact, it was poor judgment altogether. I'm not completely sure why I was even thinking about it let alone doing it. 
Instead of tucking it into my pants, I lifted my ass slightly off the sofa and pushed the PJ pants down my ass, sliding them down my thighs. The action slid the material along my now bent over hard on until it slipped free of the opening in the front, flipping up and slapping loudly against my bare stomach, leaving me naked from about my knees up and my exposed cock poking into the air, bouncing slightly with each beat of my heart. Well, she mouthed, her cheeks turning bright pink as she blushed, but her eyes never leaving my hard cock. Well, now I'm half naked too. So wanna open your coat and show me? I coaxed. Um, I'm not really naked under here. She answered quietly. I was just teasing. Oh, oops. I said, moving to pull my pants back up and feeling a bit like an idiot. Oh no. Don't. I mean, you don't have to. She said quickly as I started sliding them up. I mean, it's your house. You can wear or not wear whatever you want. It was clear she wanted me to leave my pants down, but at the same time a bit embarrassed that I had so easily pulled them down. So, does it look like you expected? Like I expected? Uh Uh-huh. All those times you laid out topless with your fingers playing with your pussy through your bottoms. I said, feeling a bit bolder again. You saw? Wasn't I supposed to? I asked. Maybe. She whispered, her eyes darting between my face and my heart on. You did want me to see, didn't you? Maybe. She whispered back again. With a chuckle, I stood up, my pajama pants sliding down my legs. I stepped out of them, leaving them on the floor and took the two steps to stand in front of her. I reached out and gently coaxed her knee-length winter coat apart and pushed it off her arms, revealing that she was indeed not naked under it. She looked up at me anxiously as she wiggled her arms enough to let it slide off, leaving her in slippers, a tiny knit hat, a very tiny pair of pink shorts and a pink tube top. No, I guess you aren't naked. I said quietly. Uh, but you did show me your breasts from your backyard on purpose, didn't you? Uh Uh-huh, she answered with a little sigh. At least I hoped you'd see. How come? I guess I was laying out there fantasizing about you coming over and making love to me and it had me so turned on that the next time I did the same thing, and the time after, and, well it just got to be such a turn on thinking that you might be standing there watching. I can't tell you how many times I climaxed out there thinking about you watching me. Really? I asked, reaching out toward her pink tube top. I hooked a finger in the front of the material finding it a bit soggy as I gently tugged it out and down, slowly exposing her small perky breasts. She didn't lift a finger to stop me as I drew it down farther and farther, stopping only when it was around her waist, her body naked from there up. Uh Uh-huh. She finally answered breathlessly. Have you ever thought about taking the bottoms off too? I whispered. Uh Uh-huh. She said, closing her eyes and waiting for me to do whatever I was doing next. I knelt down in front of her and pulled the wet elastic from around her waist, slowly peeling the soggy shorts down over her hips. Someone must have been working out. Uh Uh-huh. She practically moaned as I worked the material farther and farther down, revealing a tiny white thong panty. The material of her shorts finally slipped down her thighs and she lifted first one and then the other of her feet to step out of them. She stood stature straight as I reached for the tube top and pulled it down as well, sliding it down until that too she stepped out of. Mmm. Such a sexy little body. Did you like feeling your fingers inside yourself? What did you fantasize it was, my fingers or my cock? Both. She breathed softly, her whole body quivering as I slowly tugged the strings down over her hips allowing the tiny thong panty to roll down in front and expose all of her completely shaved mound. I tugged gently to coax the strings down her thighs and then pulled it to the ground. She lifted one foot and then the other, exposing her soft feathery pussy lips to me in the process that I stood back up in front of her, her eyes finally opening and looking up into mine. With a grin I reached for her hips and turned her around, pushing her backwards until she was pressed back against the arm of the sofa. I continued to push until she had no choice but to lean back against it, her hips levering up to stick in the air as her head went lower to lay on the cushions. She stared at me, her heart pounding in her chest and her breathing ragged as I gently spread her legs wide, leaving her bare exposed pussy pointing up in the air at me. Did you ever think I'd be looking at you like this? I asked her in a whisper. Not in real life. She whispered back. I see. I said as I knelt down between her legs turning my head to softly kiss one firm creamy white thigh. Oh God. She moaned as I began kissing my way closer to her pussy, kissing each inch of thigh as I worked ever closer to her soft lips. I could smell her arousal as I licked and kissed up her soft thigh. Y-H-H-H-H. She moaned again as I blew across her wet lips before reaching my tongue out for her and gently licking up the length of her pussy, 
my tongue gently spreading the tips of her lips and letting me taste her aroused juices. I'm good. I cooed before pressing my tongue between her lips deeper, feeling it press into the entrance to her tunnel before I drew it along her slit, splitting her lips wide until my tongue finally bounced across her hard clit. Oh jeez. She gasped as my tongue flicked across her clit several times. You like that? I whispered before repeating the trip, her juices tangy and sharp on my tongue. Uh-huh. God yes. She moaned. I dream of you making love to me, but I had no idea that this could feel so good. No one ever licked you like this? I asked before pressing my tongue deep into her, using it like a little cock to fuck her tunnel entrance. Not like this. She moaned. I see. I answered, standing up between her legs and bending over to gently lick her clit. I slipped one finger deep into her tunnel, eliciting a soft moan as my finger penetrated her. I curled it up inside her, feeling for her tunnel roof and gently stroking along it until I felt her jump. With a grin to myself I began flicking my tongue across her clit, stimulating it directly while my finger rubbed over and over across that point I had just found. Oh God, oh God, oh God. She moaned over and over as I worked her soft pussy that I lost track of how long I had rubbed and licked her pussy, her whole body writhing and wiggling under my constant barrage of attention. Oh fuck oh fuck I'm going to yo come. She cried loudly as her legs, sticking high in the air of each side of me, began to tremble. Oh shit. She gasped as her whole body jerked and trembled, her juices leaking from her pussy and leaking down my hand and her ass, slowly making a huge wet spot on the arm of the sofa. I continued my assault of her clit, slowly easing back and slowing down as her body eased its shaking and then finally stopped. That looked like it felt good. I said as I wiped her juices on my arm. Oh god yes. You're awful good at that. She said as she held her hands out for me to pull her up. I grabbed her hands and pulled her up until she was sitting on the arm of the sofa. My cock pressed between us as she wrapped her legs around mine and pulled me against her. Now, what do you suppose we should do about this? She asked, reaching between us and stroking my rock-hard cock. I know what I'd like to do with it. I answered her. Let me guess. She said with a giggle, trying to push it down enough to get it to her pussy. You're gonna have to squat down a little or something. I bent my knees and felt her rub the head on her lips before pulling herself closer to the edge, only the back of her ass still on the arm. I felt my head engage into her entrance, and then reflexively push, driving my cock quickly into her tunnel, nearly two inches still sticking out of her with my head against the end of her tunnel. Oh, ha, fuck yes. She moaned as she reached for my neck and held on, arching her back and leaning back as far as her arms would allow. Oh, God. Fuck me. Fuck me hard. Uh-huh. I grunted as I started sliding in and out of her pussy. I'd lived next to her for almost four years and had thought of doing this on more than one occasion. It was almost hard to believe that I was doing it now. God, yes. That's it. Fuck me, baby. Fuck me hard. Drive that fat hard cock into my little pussy. Oh god that feels good. Damn what a fucking cock. And it fills me so good. Going in and out. Oh god yes. Hm, I can feel it all the way through my body. That hot cock fucking me. God I think you're going to make me come again. Do you want me to come on your fat cock? Do you? Oh god yes. Fill me with your beautiful fuck juice. God yes I'm going to come oh 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 She cried, in a constant stream of crying and moaning her little tits bouncing wildly with each new stroke that I could feel my cock swelling as I got ready to unload into her. Oh God, here it comes. I grunted to her as my balls started to tingle. That's it, baby. She gasped. Give it to me. Uh-huh. I grunted again as my body jerked and spewed a hot gush of my cum into her pussy. Yes, 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 yes. She screamed loudly, her own body going into spasms as my cock spurted another gush into her. Time and again my body jerked and spasmed, each one adding to the load I had already deposited into her pussy. Finally my cock withered in her as I stood panting and sweating her legs pulling me against her pussy. Damn, can you fuck? She panted, her chest heaving heavily as she sat on the arm of the sofa, her arms and legs encircling me to hold herself up. Well, you did have a little part in it too. I panted back. You know. I may have to get locked out a lot more often. She said with a giggle, hugging herself tightly to me and squeezing her tits and still hard nipples against me. Yeah, about that. I guess we better go get you into your house. I said as my softening cock slipped from her sopping pussy, unleashing a flood of cum that dripped off the arm of the sofa onto the floor. I'm not in a hurry. She answered, still holding me tight. Well, in that case. 
I said, reaching down to grab under her ass. I lifted her off the sofa arm and carried her petite form, still wrapped around me, toward the bathroom. Where are you taking me? She squealed as she held onto me. To the shower. I think we both need one, don't we? Oh, now I like that idea. Yeah, I could use a shower. I made it to the bathroom, just barely, before I had to set her down. After running the water we both stepped into the shower and spent the next half hour carefully washing every inch of each other, and of course teasing each other any way we could think of before the water finally turned cold. So, now I have to get you into the house? I asked as we toweled off. Yes. If you don't mind. She said, slipping her arms around me again, her short wet hair still dripping water down her back. Sure, just let me get dressed. Why would you do that? She asked with a giggle. I won't if you don't. Well, I do have to crawl through a window. I said with a wry look on my face. There is that. It'd be a shame to hurt this little, or big guy. She said, reaching between us and giving my partly hard cock a squeeze. Yeah, not high on my list. I agreed. She finally released me and I dressed in a pair of sweatpants, pulled on a pair of day hikers and then pulled out a t-shirt. Donna stood there completely naked, waiting until I was done before walking ahead of me back to the living room where she pulled on her coat, hat and slippers, picking her sweaty workout clothes and panties up off the floor. All set. She said brightly. Okay, let's do it. I said as I pulled the coat on and led the way out the back door and onto my deck. After the hot shower the outdoor chill was quite unpleasant, but not nearly as unpleasant as trying to wiggle my way through a window that was nearly as high as my shoulders. I flopped unceremoniously onto the bed and then rolled off onto the floor. I picked myself up and looked around briefly before pushing the window closed. One thing that caught my eye was a small telescope sitting in the corner. As I headed toward the door I realized that her bedroom curtain on the other window, the one facing my house, was held partway open with a metal binder clip, creating a gap in the curtain nearly as wide as the diameter of the telescope. Oh hi see. I said to myself, realizing that from her window she could see my bedroom window or my backyard. I walked to the back door and unlocked it, letting her in. Thanks. It's chilly out there. She said as she stepped in and dropped her clothes on the floor. Yeah. A bit, I see you got a new telescope. Been watching the stars? I asked her. Oh oops. She said, her cheeks turning crimson with blush. Just a little something to keep me busy while Robert's gone. I guess so. I said with a chuckle. Well, if you'd let me know when you're looking maybe you'd get a bit more of a show. Oh, I'd be too embarrassed to do that. She said shyly. As opposed to laying in the yard half-naked pretending that it's me instead of your own fingers? Oh, well, maybe. She said with a short sigh. Thanks for letting me in. You're welcome. Come on over anytime you need. I said as I headed for the door. I walked back to my house shaking my head. I had no idea that my sexy little neighbor had been trying to check me out all this time. Maybe I was going to have to spice it up with her a little bit down the road. Oh, well. That's something to dwell on another time. I thought to myself as I ducked into my house and out of the cold. Chapter 08 It was almost evening before I decided to head over to the new house and see how the construction was coming. I knew that Sunny had been hard at it trying to get it done as quickly as she could. She said the new walls were pretty well framed up, but now all the electrical and plumbing had to be done, a large job that would take several days. I grabbed my cannon to take some shots of the work, just for memory's sake, and drove over to the house. I was actually surprised to see Sunny's van still sitting in the drive as I pulled up. Grabbing my camera I headed into the house and closed the door behind me. Inside the house it was quite warm so I dumped my coat near the front door and then started walking around taking pictures of the spaces, separated by the sideways ladder-type structures of walls without any coverings. In some ways it felt like I was looking at the skeleton of the house. I heard banging above me, and after a few more shots, climbed the stairs to the second floor. It didn't take long to find Sunny crouched down on her hands and knees, her ass stuck in the air as she worked on some piece of pipe in the corner of the enlarged bathroom. I could see a tiny red triangle of cloth and three strings, two zipping around her round ass and one disappearing into the sexiest little plumber's crack I had ever seen. I carefully aimed the camera and snapped a picture, the sound making Sunny jump in surprise. Sorry, didn't mean to startle you. Just taking a few pics of your handiwork. I said as I aimed the camera at the bare studs that would be the walls and took another picture. It's okay. She said as she rolled over to sit on her but in the middle of the floor. I was just fighting with that damn pipe and didn't hear you come up. No problem. Don't let me disturb you though. I told her. Fair enough. 
she said as she rolled back onto her knees, sticking her ass in the air again. Been trying to get this damn thing down the wall space for half an hour, it just wants to be obstinate. She said as she went back to tugging and twisting the pipe. Looks like it's not behaving. I answered, looking at her ass again, and the tiny bit of red thong panty that showed above the belt that looped through the worn blue jeans. Not much. She grunted as I aimed and snapped another shot of her sexy-looking ass. I'm gonna have to cut some shit if I don't get it pretty soon. Sometimes getting things lined up is hard, but then it'll just slip in. She said as I took yet another close-up of her butt. I'm sure you'll get it. I told her as I took one final picture of her. She stopped what she was doing and turned her head to look at me over her shoulder. And if you don't stop taking pictures of my ass, you're going to get it too. She said a bit sharply. Hey, no problem. I'm just taking pictures of the walls. I lied, aiming the camera at the far wall and taking another shot. Why don't I believe that? She asked as she turned back to the pipe. I turned and walked away, hearing her say, Yeah. As I got to the top of the stairs, presumably because she finally got it where she needed, I headed down the stairs and started taking pictures of the gutted kitchen and the start of the electrical work near the new breaker box. I had asked why they didn't put the box in the basement, but apparently there wasn't a good place to put it that was dry and had access up where they needed it. It would save me a lot of money to put it in the kitchen instead. But Sonny assured me that I wouldn't even know it was there when they were done. Hey, Scott. I heard Sonny call from the second floor. Yes? I called up the stairs. Would you bring me that box of pipe stuff sitting on the floor by the front door? She called back. Yeah, sure. I answered, walking to the front door and grabbing the box of stuff that I had laid my coat on. I dropped my coat on the floor and headed up the stairs with the box of fittings. Here you go. I said as I carried it to the bathroom. Thanks. She said, taking the box from me as she rolled back to sit on the floor. She set the box on the floor and then grabbed at the hem of her t-shirt, sliding her hand into it and then pulling it up to wipe across her forehead. There was absolutely no way I could have been prepared for the view her motion afforded me. Her chest was almost completely uncovered, both of her round firm and braless tits were fully exposed, each one easily the size of a half a large coconut, her areola each elongated, nearly twice as tall as they were wide, and centered with a hard erect pink nipple nearly as large around as my pinky. As she wiped her face her tits gave only the slightest amount of wiggle, each full creamy orb firm and holding its form without any support. So, what do you think? She asked, looking up at me and smiling. Fantastic. I answered, my mind answering what I thought about her tits before I realized she meant the work downstairs. A very professional job from what I can tell. Good. She said as she dug a part out of the box and then rolled back to her hands and knees to work on the pipe again, trying to fit the new fitting into the end of the pipe. My cock, already getting hard from the quick flash of tits she had given me, was getting even harder with the sight in front of me. There was no doubt in my mind that the pants were now sagging very much farther down her ass than they had been before. Nearly a full third or more of her creamy white but was displayed above the top of her jeans. It was all I could do not to grab hold and try to pull them down farther. There's a bottle of glue in there. Can you hand it to me? She asked, wiggling on her knees a bit more, causing her pants to pull down a few fractions of an inch farther. Uh, sure. I said, stepping over next to her and digging in the box until I found a metal can with a screw on lid. This? Yeah. She answered, looking over her shoulder. Any chance you can put some on this pipe? I really don't want to let go again. Yeah, sure. I answered, stepping across her body so I was straddling her, leaning over to reach down where her hands were inside the floor. Put some right on the outside of this. She said, holding the PVC elbow out for me. Sure. I answered unscrewing the lid and dipping the round pom-pom-shaped brush in the clear liquid. Right around that far part, yeah right there. She said as she shifted a little below me while I reached out with the dripping pom-pom. I rubbed the brush around and around the outside of the elbow and then dipped the brush back into the can. Now you have to do the inside of the other part, but you gotta hurry before it dries. Okay. I answered, dipping the brush and quickly reaching down toward where she was holding the other piece in the floor. I can't reach. I said as I stretched. Get lower. She said. I can't move it. I'm stretching as far as I can. I answered. Well, you need to get it all the way down into the fitting. She snapped. The only way I can reach is to practically lie on top of you. I answered in frustration. Then do it. We're running out of time here. Fine. I said as I crouched lower, easing my weight on top of her. I could feel my heart unpressing against the small of her back as I reached farther, finally getting the brush into the fitting and swirling it around. 
That's it, she said as I pulled the brush out. She carefully pushed the fitting into the end of the one I had just put glue in, twisting it until it was just right and then letting go of it. So is that a pocket full of tools or are you just enjoying yourself? She asked as I continued to lie on top of her while I put the lid back on the can and screwed it closed. Huh. Sorry. I said as I pushed myself up and climbed off of her back. I looked down as I did, checking out her ass, startled to see even more of it showing, the top of her pants having worked down while we wiggled to get the pipe together until more than half of her ass was showing. Damn. I breathed as I stepped back. Damn belt keeps coming undone. She muttered as she stood up, her pants sliding down even farther as she grabbed the sides and got ready to pull them up. I got a brief look at her hole, practically bare, ass as she wiggled to pull them up, turning to face me as she buckled them low on her hips. But then I suppose you were enjoying the view anyway, weren't you? She asked me as she pushed the metal gripper around the web-type material of the belt. I wasn't. I started to say in my own defense. Oh, don't lie. I know you were checking out my ass. Although I'm not surprised. A lot of guys are ass guys, although I would have pegged you for a tit man myself. She said, grabbing hold of her t-shirt hem and quickly skimming it up and over her head, tossing the shirt onto the floor next to her. I stared at her now exposed bare tits, each one perched on her firm, muscular chest. The creamy orbs were round and firm, each nipple poking straight at me in the center of their oblong areola. Oh, well now see, I thought you were a tit man. She said with a girlish giggle. Given how you're staring at these little beauties, I guess you like what you see. She added, sliding her hands up to cup both her sexy tits, giving the nipples a little tweak between her fingers. I bet you'd like to get your hands on these, wouldn't you? She said as she stepped closer to me, her hands gently massaging her breasts the whole time. Well, they are pretty good looking. I said, looking down at them. They're not bad, but I always felt like they were a bit small. Now my bud, that's my best attribute, I think. She said as she turned around and wiggled her ass at me. I know you were checking it out, so what do you think? Well, from what I saw it looked pretty good. I admitted, looking down at her jeans-covered ass as she rubbed it back and forth across my hard cock inside my pants. Bet that feels pretty good too. When you were on top of me it felt like you were getting pretty turned on. Were you? Turned on I mean? She asked, rubbing her ass slowly back and forth across me. Uh, yeah? I was. And that's good to know. She said seductively. Feels like you're getting even more turned on, you're so hard right now. A bit. I agreed, moving my hands onto her hips. I bet you'd love to get my pants down again, wouldn't you? I saw you taking pictures of my ass. Bet that's the sexiest plumber's crack you've ever seen, isn't it? She asked as she continued to rub back and forth across me. Yeah, it is. I groaned softly. Well, how about a little more? She asked, bending a bit more at the waist and letting her pants slide down partway. With about half her ass showing she continued to rub back and forth, her cheeks now bumping over my rock-hard shaft in my pants. Time and again she rubbed back and forth, each time letting her pants slip a little farther down until the only thing she had on above her thighs was the tiny red thong panty. Oh, her God! I groaned as she bounced her now bare ass across my pants, my hands on her bare hips, my fingers gripping the only thing she had on that high, the tiny strings that held the thong panty on. Come on, stud! Why don't you just pull that hard cock out and let me feel it between my cheeks? You're not bashful, are you? She teased. Hell no! I responded, broken from my hormone-induced trance. I pulled the camera from around my neck and let the strap slide through my fingers as I lowered it to the floor. It only took me a second to unbuckle my belt and undo the button. The zipper was a bit more trouble since she kept rubbing her ass back and forth across me. I finally just stepped back slightly and jerked it down, shoving my pants and underwear down to my knees in one motion, leaving my hard cock sticking up at an angle. I grabbed her hips and stepped back toward her, letting my cock nestle between her creamy soft cheeks. Ah, much nicer! She moaned as she wiggled on it, bending over farther and reaching between her legs to tease my balls. So? Are you just going to play with my ass? Oh, trust me, I can do a lot more than that. I answered her, grabbing hold of the tiny strings that made up the tiny thong panty, pulling it as far down her legs as I could reach. Try this. I said, pushing my hips back and grabbing my rock-hard cock. I pushed my cock down and rubbed it up and down between her fat, meaty outer pussy lips, drawing her surprisingly copious juices from between them, lubricating my engorged mushroom head. With my head glistening with her wetness, I engaged it into the entrance of her tunnel and then let go to grab hold of her hips. In one smooth motion I shoved my hips forward, 
driving my cock deep into her pussy and drawing a cry of surprise mixed with pleasure from Sunny's lips. That more like it? I asked as I started driving my cock in and out of her pussy, holding on to her smooth, firm hips for leverage. Each stroke drove deep into her, her soft, velvety tunnel caressing each inch of my sliding cock until my engorged head pressed against the end of her tunnel. Oh, fuck! Sunny cried, standing bent over with her hands on her knees, her legs spread only as far as the pants around her knees would allow. Wait a minute! She panted after several minutes of me slapping my hips into her bare ass. She pushed me back and stood up, turning around to face me. Her breasts and chest glistened with beads of perspiration as she reached for the hem of my shirt and pulled it upward. If we're going to do this, it's not going to be a quick bang me and run. Get these clothes off and fuck me right. She snapped in a commanding tone. Yes, ma'am. I answered in surprise, lifting my arms to let her push my shirt up and off. She tossed my shirt aside and then crouched down, undoing my boots and forcing me to lift my leg to pull off my boot and pants leg. I barely had that foot back on the ground and she was pulling the other one up, jerking off the boot and leaving me in nothing but my socks. She quickly untied her own work boots and half stood while she stepped out of them, pulling her pants off each leg and then standing straight up, straddling the pile of pants and boots between her legs. Now, come here, she commanded, reaching out with her arms as she stepped closer to me. She wrapped her arms around my neck and pulled my head down towards her, pressing her soft lips urgently against mine. She kissed me hotly, her tongue trying to tease its way into my mouth impatiently. I finally recovered from my surprise at her forcefulness and wrapped my arms around her waist I kissed her back, my own levels of desire slowly inching back up to what they had been before she took me off guard. I slid my hands down to her ass and cupped each full cheek, squeezing and kneading them. Feeling my hands under her ass she half jumped, half lifted herself with her arms still circling my neck, her legs wrapping around my waist, levering herself up until I could feel my cock slip from where it was trapped between us. With surprising strength she held most of her weight up with one arm and her legs around me, reaching behind and under her to push my cock toward her pussy with her fingertips. Yeah, that's it. She moaned softly as she slowly lowered herself down on my cock. I kind of like this. She cooed as she tried to ride herself up and down my rock-hard shaft. I awkwardly walked the short distance to the closest corner, pushing her ass into the corner as I tried to lift her enough so I could pump my cock up and down into her hot wet pussy. She unwrapped her legs from around me one at a time, finding places in the raw stud walls to support her feet. With her weight now supported by the walls and not my body, I was free to hump my hips, driving my cock in and out of her pussy as she held my face to hers, her moans now coming into my mouth after she closed her lips to mine again. I could feel every inch of her pussy squeezing and caressing me as I pumped in and out her pussy grabbing and squeezing me as if it were a hand stroking me in time with my own strokes. Oh shit, oh shit, I'm going to come. She gasped, breaking the kiss and tilting her head back in a long, slow groan of pleasure as her whole body was racked by spasms and jerks. I kept pumping up into her for what seemed like an hour before her body relaxed. I could feel my body getting close to its own climax, my strokes growing faster and shorter by the second. No, not yet stud. She gasped, pushing me away until my cock pulled from her, slapping up against my stomach and standing there twitching and jumping on its own as my body screamed for release. She slowly climbed out of the corner and pushed me back with a hand on my chest until we were in the middle of the next room. On the floor on your back there stud. She commanded me that I really didn't know what she had in mind, but I was dying to get my cock back into her pussy and unload what was waiting for her. I lay down on the floor facing up, but was surprised when she stepped over me and knelt down facing my feet rather than my head, her knees pinning my arms to the ground. Now stud. Lick my hot little twat. See if you can make me come again and maybe I'll give you the happy ending you're looking for. It wasn't like I would have said no but she never really gave me the chance to tell her that I enjoy licking a good pussy almost as much as fucking one, as long as the fucking comes sooner or later. She quickly bent her legs to lower her dripping wet pussy down toward my face, her feathery inner lips now engorged and protruding from between her meaty outer lips. I reached out with my tongue and pressed it between her lips and licked the length of her pussy, tasting her sweet nectar while she engulfed my cock with her hot wet mouth. Oh damn. I groaned softly between licks while her head bobbed up and down my shaft. I knew I wasn't going to last long the way she was going and I dove into her pussy. Well, at least as much as I could do without hands, licking between her lips time after time and spending long seconds flicking my tongue across her exposed hard clit. I felt her mouth slide down my cock as I tried to lift my hips to drive it deeper, my cock plunging past the back of mouth and into the tight confines of her throat. 
She gagged slightly but then pressed deeper until I could feel her lips touch my balls. Oh shit! I grunted into her pussy as I felt my balls start to release the gallons of cum that were pent up and waiting for release. Much to my shock she pulled her face from my cock and squeezed hard, almost painfully hard, around the base of my cock just as the first squirt of cum started its trip. The result was that instead of a hard gush of hot cum leaping into the air, all that came out was a small trickle that rolled down the length of my shaft before sliding over her fingers, my cock suddenly starting to soften from the sudden surge of pain that I lost track of how long we lay there, her head bobbing up and down my shaft until I was once again rock hard, and my tongue making the trip spectacular up her slit over and over again. I made sure that my tongue teased her clit in some way with each trip and also, frequently as I could, pressed it as deep into her tunnel as I could. I would have preferred to have the use of my hands to drive a finger into her, but she continued to pin them to the floor even though I had tried to extricate them. Are you really ready to come now? She asked, pulling her face from my cock and looking around her arm at me. Fuck yes. I shot back, more than ready to unload again. Good. She said as she quickly spun around, finally releasing my arms and kneeling on all fours over me so her tits were hovering in front of my face. I felt her grab my cock as she looked back toward her own ass and then felt the heat of her sopping pussy envelope my head. Ever so slowly she backed down my shaft, driving more and more of my fat cock into her pussy, her eyes closed and a tiny moan escaping from her lips. She continued to push back against me until I was fully engulfed by her wet soft tunnel, her hips rolling slightly to grind her clit against the base of my cock before she started sliding up it again, agonizingly slowly. Now just lay there and be a good boy, and I'll give you a wonderful orgasm. She practically whispered. Laying there and being good was far from what I had in mind. I would have preferred right then to reach for her hips and jam my cock deep into her as I exploded, but I did my best to not hump up into her pussy as she eased up and down my shaft over and over again, each trip her hips rolling and grinding herself against me. It wasn't long before I reached up to those incredibly sexy tits and cupped each one in a hand, letting her hard nipples protrude between my fingers. With each stroke she made I squeezed her breasts, making sure my fingers squeezed her nipples, and then as she hit the end of her stroke and rolled her hips, I pulled on her nipples, stretching and elongating them before letting them slide from between my fingers to snap back into place. Over and over we repeated this dance, my cock on the verge of blowing its load, but her motion seeming to be timed to just keep me from going over the edge. Her own eyes stayed closed, her mind focused on the sensations that seemed to be rippling through her whole body. She was covered with a sheen of sweat, some of it combining to run down her sides and legs, a bit even trickling around her sexy tits to be trapped between my hands and her creamy soft skin. Oh yes. So good and oh so close. She cooed as she rocked herself, driving both of us wild. You wanna come in my hot little pussy? Fill me with your hot thick fuck juice? Come on stud. Give me that cum. Let your cock explode inside me. She said in a husky breathless voice as she started riding me faster, her strokes up and down my shaft suddenly becoming harder as she slammed herself down on me, her bare ass slapping against my thighs. Oh fuck I'm cummumming she screamed suddenly as her pussy convulsed around me, squeezing me and rippling up and down the length of my shaft as she continued to slam down on my cock, banging my engorged mushroom head into the end of her tunnel and her clit into the base of my cock. Oh God, do it. Come for me. I groaned and arched my back, driving my cock up to meet her strokes as I my cock began to swell even larger. I could feel my cum boiling up ready to fill her. Oh shit. Here it comes. I groaned loudly. Oh fuck yes. She screamed as the first gush of my cum shot up into her. She jammed herself down onto me her whole body trembling and shaking as my cock surged shot after shot up into her, my body jerking and convulsing with each new pulse of cum. Oh yeses! She hissed softly after what felt like an hour of our mutual climax. She reached for my hands and pulled them from her tits, entwining her fingers into mine and slowly pushing my hands up and over my head. She pressed our hands against the floor and slowly lowered herself down until she was laying flat on top of me, her tits pressing to my chest and her soft lips gently teasing against mine. Now that was more like it. She whispered. I kind of hate to get dressed and go home. Maybe we'll just stay here and fuck all night. Well, it's not the most comfortable place I've ever screwed. I answered her. Well then, where will it be, your place or mine? She asked me as I lay pinned below her. Yours or mine? I asked in confusion. Uh Uh-huh. You don't think that one little go-around was going to be enough? I told you that if you were going to fuck me I expected to be well fucked. So, do we continue this at your place or mine? 
Well, yours I guess. I answered with a shrug. Good dot. She said letting go of my hands and standing up, a gush of cum leaking from her and dripping across the floor as she walked over to her pants. She pulled her boots from the legs and slipped them onto her stocking feet. No point in putting any of this back on. We'll just be taking it off when we get home anyway. Besides, I'd kind of like to see just how hard you get riding around in my van completely naked. Chapter 09 It was mid-morning before Sunny dropped me off at the house, driving off to go pick up plumbing parts at the building supply store after I had gotten out. It was a pretty chilly trot from where she dropped me off to the house, especially since I was making it wearing nothing but my boots on my bare feet and a long trench coat she loaned me so I wasn't completely naked. The night before Sunny had been adamant that neither of us needed any clothes, so all of mine remained in a pile upstairs with hers. This morning she seemed a bit embarrassed by that decision and gave me a coat to wear until I could retrieve my clothes. It wasn't until we pulled in the long driveway and saw the two panel vans parked in the drive that she thought about the fact that the house might not be empty. In fact it appeared to be far from empty. I made my way up the stairs as quietly as I could, hearing a number of female voices in the kitchen area. My first thought, given the location, was that it was the crew of electricians. Getting to the top of the stairs unseen emboldened me and I quickly shucked my boots and coat and started to grab my clothes to pull them on. In retrospect it was probably not a good idea to stand in the middle of a room that had only open stud walls to try and dress. I was still standing and untangling my underwear when I heard the voice behind me. Hey Marion! I found the owner of those pants. I spun around in surprise and saw a tall medium-built black woman standing on the stairs, leaning against an open wall of studs, watching me. She wasn't thin by any stretch of the imagination, and the relatively dirty t-shirt she wore was quite amply filled out. Oh yeah? Another voice called from down the stairs. You find a pack rat or something up there, Joyce? Not unless they come in a six-foot version with a pretty hot-looking body. The lady at the top of the stairs called back. It was only seconds before two more sets of feet came running up the stairs, leaving me time to do little besides grab the coat off the floor and use it to cover my privates before two heads popped up the stairwell. The first was a tall, thin, red-haired woman wearing a pair of carpenter's coveralls with a short, cut-off red t-shirt under it, leaving a fair amount of skin exposed around her sides. The woman that followed was a slightly huskier blonde woman whose blonde hair was up in a ponytail sticking out the back of a ball cap and a long fluorescent orange t-shirt that seemed to be covering a pair of holy jeans after draping off a fairly large and significantly protruding chest. Damn Joyce. You did, didn't you? The blonde said as she stared at me. No shit, Jeannie. You think I'd lie about a naked man? The black lady said with a smile. The thin redhead climbed the last two stairs and then slowly walked toward me, surveying me up and down as she made her way around. Pretty hunky too. Now I know what Sonny was doing here last night. Damn. So tell me hot stuff. What are you doing up here naked? Just looking for a hot fuck or something? Oh well, actually I own this place. I answered, a bit irritated at the comments I was getting. Oh shit, Joyce said, turning on her heel and quickly disappearing down the stairs with Jeannie following close behind. Um, I'm sorry. I'm Marion, the redhead said, holding her hand out a little nervously. We didn't mean anything by it, just weren't expecting to see a naked guy up here, if you know what I mean. I shook her hand with my free hand, and had to laugh at myself. Here I was standing naked, with nothing but a shirt covering my cock and I could feel myself getting a hard-on from just shaking her hand. What was wrong with me? I asked myself as I let go of her hand. She stepped back and instead of leaving like the other two ladies had, she leaned against the frame of the doorway. Ah, can I have a little privacy? I asked hopefully. Actually, no. I've known Sunny for most of my life, and to be blunt, there haven't been even half a dozen guys that she's let into her pants. I'd kind of like to see what was so special about you that she felt the need to swing back to a real cock. I mean are you hung like a horse or what? Um, nothing special that I know of. I answered, wrinkling my forehead while I tried to think of some reasonably dignified way out of this. Really? She asked in surprise, pushing off the frame and slowly walking toward me. She bent over and pulled Sonny's t-shirt from the night before off the floor, followed by the tiny panties she had been wearing. I've never known her to mess with anyone on a job site, but to get naked and leave her clothes here? No. Nothing special just isn't going to cut it. She dropped the shirt and panties, then reached out for the coat that I was holding in front of me, grabbed the sleeve, and gently began tugging it, trying to encourage me to let go of it, which I was not about to do. Come on. How about a look-see? I don't think so. I answered, still holding onto the coat over my half-hard cock. Well then? 
Maybe we need to try this another way. She said as she started to step around me. She held onto the coat until she was behind me, her arm now wrapped around me. I could feel the cold buckle of her tool belt pressing against my ass as she slid her other arm round me, her hand flat against my bare stomach. I held my breath as she slid her hand down, sneaking it between the coat and my body until her fingers teased across my cock. And now we're getting someplace. She whispered into my ear as she leaned herself tighter against my back. I don't think this is a good idea. I mean it's not like we're alone. I protested lamely as her fingers wrapped around my quickly hardening shaft. That's okay. They can join me if they want. She whispered as she began stroking me slowly under the coat. We stood that way for several long minutes before I inexplicably released the coat and allowed her to pull it away, her hand now more easily sliding the length of my hard shaft. Oh that is a nice cock. Much better now that I can feel the whole thing. Nice and fat and long. She whispered as she started sliding around me again. She stepped carefully around me until she was standing in front of me, both hands on my cock. Now that it's all nice and hard what shall we do with it? Hmm? While I answered. I guess that's up to you. As she stood in front of me, part of my brain asked me what the fuck I was doing. Those thoughts seemed to be quickly pushed away as she played gently with my cock. Well I'm pretty sure that there are other ways for me to stroke this that would be much more enjoyable, aren't there? She asked, removing one hand from my cock, but holding on with the other as if it would disappear if she let go. Her free hand undid the buckle of her tool belt, which thumped loudly onto the floor. It had no sooner hit the floor and she was undoing the two shoulder straps of the coverall type jeans, allowing them to slide down off her thin hips, exposing a pair of small blue bikini panties. She stuck a thumb in the waistband of the panties and eagerly wiggled her ass as she worked them down to her thighs, exposing a curly mat of reddish-brown hair. Now let's see if this feels a bit more interesting. She said a bit breathlessly as she stepped her hips closer to mine, pushing my cock down toward her pussy. I was surprised how wet her pussy was as she pushed her hips forward, banging her thighs into mine as she slid her wet lips along the top of my rock-hard shaft. Oh yes, so much better. She half-moaned as she held onto my hips and began to slowly stroke herself back and forth along my shaft, rubbing her clit along the length of me. I grabbed hold of her t-shirt and pulled up, making her lift her arms briefly while I pulled the shirt off of her, leaving her completely nude from the knees up. The freckles spotted on her face and neck continued down her creamy white chest and flowed over her two small breasts, each one cone-shaped with a rigid nipple centered in the midst of a bright pink puckered areola. I tossed the shirt aside and reached for her tits, easily cupping both small soft mounds in my hands, squeezing them between my palm and fingers and pulling on her nipples. Oh fuck. You're pretty damn good with those hands. She moaned softly. Oh? Well, just wait then. I answered, stepping back and pulling my cock from between her legs. I turned her around and bent her at the waist, aligning my cock with her exposed pussy lips. I pushed forward gently, pressing my head between her lips while I worked it up and down slightly to engage it into her tunnel opening. I felt my mushroom head engage into her and then gripped her hips, using them as handles to pull her back toward me. Ever so slowly her tunnel expanded, slowly enveloping me as I pulled her onto my shaft. I had gotten about halfway into her before my only partially lubricated cock grabbed at her lips. Using short little strokes I quickly worked my cock in and out of her pussy, getting more and more of her juices coating my cock and spread on her lips, allowing me to work deeper and deeper into her until my hips pressed against her bare ass. Oh fuck! She moaned softly, reaching out to hold on to the closest two by four to keep from falling over. With my cock fully buried inside her, I reached around her, cupping one tit with a hand and sliding my other between her legs. She stood back up part way, using the two by four as leverage to start bouncing her ass against me working my cock in and out of her wet tunnel a few short inches with each stroke that I let my fingers dive between her lips and seek out her hard clit, her lips letting out a soft squeak the first time I stroked across it. So you want me to make you come? I asked her softly, gently stroking my finger across her clit while she bounced herself on and off my cock, her strokes growing more urgent with each passing second. Oh God, yes. She moaned to me. Please. If that's what you want. I answered her, working my finger up and down across her clit in time with the strokes she was making on my cock, my other hand squeezing and pulling at her tiny tit. Oh, oh yeah, oh shit. She started whimpering as I started stroking in time with her, driving my cock its full length into her with each combined stroke and my hips smacking against her bare ass. Marion, you still up here? Joyce, the black woman called, as she climbed the stairs. Oh shit you are! 
she said as she stood at the top of the stairs, staring at Marion's front as I continued to stroke into her, banging her hard enough to make her whole body shake with each stroke. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Oh god yes. Oh it's shit yes. Marion mumbled over and over as I continued fucking her, my finger never stopping between her legs and my other hand continuing to squeeze and knead her small tit. Jesus Marion! Joyce said clearly not sure if she should continue up the stairs or retreat back down. She took one step down, paused and came up two steps, her eyes never wavering from the sight in front of her. It only took a few moments before one of her own hands was moving up and unconsciously squeezing one of her large breasts through the layers of cloth that obviously contained them. UH fuck yes. Oh god yes. Fuck me. Fuck yes keep fucking me. Almost there. Oh fuck so close. Marion squeaked as I stroked in and out of her, determined to hold her right at the edge of her climax as long as I could. I slowed my finger between her legs, drawing a cry of complaint from her. No make me come. Oh god make me come please. You want me to? I asked from behind her, my hips slapping into her ass with each stroke. Oh god yes. Fuck I'm so close. God what a fucking tease you are. She moaned. Movement over by the stairs caught my attention, and I looked over to see Joyce pulling her shirt and sports bra up over her large chest. Her hands cupped both her big tits, her skin the color of lightly stained wood, but her areola deep brown and puckered around two hard protruding nipples. I watched her play with her big tits which hung well down her chest in the shape of two large teardrops, the areola covering almost all of the front of each one, her nipples pointed slightly upward when her hands weren't lifting and cupping them. She quickly undid the belt holding her ponderous tool belt on and set it on the floor by the top of the stairs and leaned back against the open stud wall as she undid the front of her pants enough to snake a hand inside. Oh god you fucking tease! Make me come! Oh please make me come! Marion begged as I watched Joyce, my cock still plunging in and out of the skinny redhead. Oh shit! I groaned as I watched Joyce's pants slip down as she stared at us, one hand lifting her tit to her own lips, and her other hand plunging between her legs. I could see her dark black curls on her mound each time she pushed her hand deeper between her legs her fingers obviously dipping deep into her tunnel. Distracted by Joyce's motions I stroked Marion faster, matching my own strokes once again sliding my finger up and down the length of her slit, dragging it over her clit in time with my plunges into her. Oh fuck yes! Marion squealed as her climax washed over her, her whole body trembling and shaking as I continued to pound into her. Oh fuck! God why yes She squealed, her voice cracking and breaking into a long cry of pleasure before practically collapsing in front of me. I lowered her to her hands and knees, my cock sliding from her sopping pussy with a loud slurp. Oh shit! Joyce mumbled, her fingers working in and out of her pussy inside her pants, which were hanging more and more off her body the longer she stood there. I walked the several feet over toward her, my rock-hard cock wagging back and forth, Marion's juices dripping from my balls. I stepped down onto the step next to her and gently pushed her back against the edge of the stairs so she had to sit on the floor, on the edge of the hole that opened in the floor for the stairs. I leaned her back a little and untied her shoes, tossing them over my shoulder before jerking her pants the rest of the way down and off her legs. She rested back on her elbows, her whole body now nude except for her short little socks and her shirt and bra pushed up over the top of her huge tits. I stepped half a step up and between her legs, aiming my cock at her nearly black pussy lips as she raised her legs high in the air. It was an unusual sight for me to see my pinkish cock disappearing into her dark pussy, but any thought of that quickly evaporated when I started sliding in and out of her pussy, each impact of my hips against her large round ass making her tits roll and jiggle on her chest. Oh sweet Jesus yes. She gasped as I pounded into her, my cock seeming to grow fatter by the second as I got closer to climax. One thing I love is the sight of a big pair of tits wiggling around or swinging wildly, and Joyce had a pair of very large tits that were doing just exactly what I love to see. Oh shit. I'm going to come. I grunted as felt my cum starting to make the trip up my shaft. Oh give it to me. Give me your cock. Joyce begged, reaching down for my cock and trying to pull it out of her pussy. As I pulled back she pulled up and my thrust forward slid the bottom side of my cock along her exposed clit, making her jump as if she had been jolted with a bolt of electricity. Again, do that again. She pleaded. Pressing my cock down against her pussy. I pulled back and then pushed forward again, smashing my tightened balls against her wet pussy, my cock sliding along her clit once again. I pulled back one more time before my body jerked convulsively, shoving my cock along her clit again, 
the first huge stream of cum lancing out the tip of my head and splashing on her tits and belly. For what seemed like an hour my body jerked and twitched, spurting shot after shot of hot white cream all over her, her own fingers finishing the job my cock had been doing so recently. Ow, fuck yes! He screamed as her whole body trembled and shook under the attack of her own fingers. Damn! I panted, leaning against her, my arms holding her around her legs, which stuck up in the air obscenely. She rested one leg on either side of my head while she slowly rubbed the pools of cum into her heaving chest like lotion. God, that felt good, Joyce said breathlessly. Now I know why Marion was up here so long. Yeah. It did get carried away a bit, didn't it? Marion said from across the room where she was dressing herself. What happened to Jeannie? She is going to be so pissed. She had to run to Lowe's and get a few more switch boxes. Joyce said, sliding her legs off my shoulders and trying to sit up. Well, maybe you can convince him to hang around a bit longer and fuck her brains out. I mean, damn, it was well worth it to me. Marion said with a laugh. So what, I'm just supposed to hang around and get passed around? I asked as I climbed the stairs and walked over to my clothes. This has gotten way out of hand. I'm sorry. Honest. I didn't mean for any of this to happen. I just kind of really got turned on when I saw you and well. Hell, it was good. Marion said, stepping over to me. She took my hands, pulling the underwear from them and then leaned closer to me, giving me a soft kiss on the lips. I really am sorry. She whispered after breaking the seconds long kiss. I can get a little aggressive sometimes, but I almost never really let a guy fuck me. Fuck Marion. You're the biggest cock tease there is. I've seen you leave guys practically on their knees begging you to finish them off and you not doing any more than letting them see your little cunny. Joyce said as she dressed by the stairs. I guess I was the lucky one then. I whispered back. Both of us, I think. Now let me help you, okay? She said, squatting down and holding out my underwear. I stepped into them and she leaned toward me, giving my softened cock a kiss before covering it. Before I was fully dressed, Joyce came over, her shirt pulled back in place and her pants back on. You know, that wasn't something I usually do but if you get lonely and need a little pussy action, just give me a call. I'm sure we can find someplace quiet to play. I'll remember that. I said. Not without my number. She said with a wink, reaching for my hand. She used a fine point marker to write a phone number on my palm. With that done, and her tool belt in her hand, she disappeared down the stairs once again. Well, this isn't exactly what I expected to do at work today. Marion said as she buckled the straps of the coveralls. Yeah. Me either. So, I'm not going to be in trouble with Sonny, am I? She asked, looking questioningly at me. To be honest, I'm kind of embarrassed this happened. I don't exactly know what got into me, today or last night. So as far as I'm concerned, no I'm not telling her. Good, she said softly. Now if you want to do more, there's at least one cock in this town I will fuck. I take it you don't do a lot. Actually, there was a time I played pretty hard. But a guy screwed me over pretty badly and since then I guess I spend my time teasing them and leaving them hanging, just like he did to me. Not a very nice thing to do though, is it? Not for the guy, no. Well, maybe someday I'll find a guy that's worth more than that. For now, me and my ladies will just keep each other happy. She grinned before she spun on her foot and headed across the room carrying her tool belt. I shook my head and followed her down the stairs and headed out to my car, driving off before either Sonny or the other electrician came back.